Welcome everyone. I'm Tyler on Focused. Tyler, Rayman, Rayman over there with the, with the different lighting situation. It looks nicer. Yeah, it looks nice. It's more natural, you know? It is natural, yeah. <laughs> One with nature. Made it myself. <laughs> um, yeah, man, we got, we got a ton to talk about today. Because, because not only is it like, you know, a double episode, but we actually, uh, some, uh, some, some promises were, <laughs> were fulfilled. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a ton. Uh, I think we should, um, I think we should actually uh, start with Ruby. I'm actually excited to do that. All right. Okay. Ruby. Yeah. All right. So I have consumed the entirety of Ruby. Mm-hmm. Now, let me, uh restate this as well by saying i've already consumed most of ruby before this it was just the consumption of season seven and eight which i've held back on and not really on season seven it's more like i have stopped watching season seven and a half of it and so i've just uh, done a season and a half of going back in Mm -hmm. diving through it finishing up getting caught up and we're there we finished it all in my thoughts uh it's a wild ride team ruby really knows what to do with the wild ride. You see, people complain about Team Ruby. The thing is, like, you know, after, like, Monty and everything, people are like, there's no way Team Ruby can do But then you think about it, like, half the ideas are Monty's anyway. And But he wasn't able to really write. You know, he's more of, like, choreographing. You know, he has all these cool ideas. So these ideas come from Miles and Carrie and everyone else on Team Ruby, like, helping him, like, get this vision together. So, like, from the beginning, it's not, like, Monty's own vision. It's not like Monty was writing the entire show, just to preface. You know, it's everyone collaboratively doing it together. <laughs> He was just a visionary ahead of his time. <laughs> Something bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the whole this wasn't Monty's vision thing is way overblown. And it, and, it, and people only say that when there's stuff they don't like about the show. When there's stuff they do like about the show, they still credit it to Monty. But it, it just doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie when I say like the first three seasons probably had some of the best choreography. In the entire series, but that's also because that's what Monty knows what to do. Monty is so well, yeah. like animating fight choreography, and it's what he did for like a good portion of his career in animating. So it's not really anything to complain about. He was just good at it. Yeah, yeah. I think now, obviously, the animation quality way better. Like the animation quality of Ruby, I think, is one of the best 3D animated things I've ever seen. You know, aside from it's maybe like good. yeah, aside from maybe like Land of the Lustrous. Or something like that. Studio you know? Orange is a different level. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I, again, every time I think we talk about 3D animation, we always bring Land Illustrious. Because it's so like, good. Studio Orange is like a, a step above the rest, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then. No, still not worth There's going to be a season two, but I mean. There's got to be, dude. They have to, man. They, they finished. Um, Land Illustrious is almost done. The manga is almost complete. Yeah. It's, on the, it's ending so soon. Um. Yeah, like the animation quality is way better, and I do think if you watch the fight scenes, there are scenes that, I mean, Monty definitely, like, obviously didn't animate because mm-hmm. you can just tell that the flow isn't the same as what he would he would do, you know. Um, I do want to pull off one of the better fight scenes, which I think I, I give credit to Team Ruby on this one. Is uh, again, these are all spoilers we're talking about because we're talking about Season Seven and Eight. So if you haven't caught up on Ruby. You should. Uh, you should, because I'm about to go into a really kind of big one mm-hmm. that I actually enjoyed watching. Um, the fight between Pro, Clover, and Tyrion. Yeah, that was a good one. It's probably one of the best animated sequences they've done in a fight in a while. Yeah, I mean, fighting... 
three people is tough too. And like the, the, it's slow, it's so smooth the way like it shows you like what the fight is. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Crow. I mean, Crow was always set up this way, but he really is like one of, if not the saddest, like character studies <laughs> of the entire show. <laughs> it really is like every like. I'm glad that they're moving away from drunk Crow into mm-hmm. more like I'm just broken. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like even drinking can't fix this anymore. It's like it's, it's like I don't want to not feel the pain. I need to feel the pain. Right. Which is it, it does suck though because you know the whole drunk Crow thing. You understand it because of his life, <laughs> but then then you realize that that's just his semblance. Like his semblance is bad luck. And it's like, yeah. there's literally nothing curse, he can yeah. do. He tries his hardest to be a good person. He's like a really good huntsman, you know, but. Yeah. Like, it's always at the end of it when it, when it matters the most, you know. Mm-hmm. And he does bring it up that like Ace had like, or Clover had like the like one semblance that he could be around. Yeah. Good luck. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, and it was overpowering him. Yes. It was enough to be better than him. And he's like, I can finally have someone mm-hmm. who I'm not like. And then people were, like, obviously shipping, because, I mean, that's what they do. Sure. Because, um, I mean, but, like, you know, to me, Crow was just happy that he could find someone that he could truly be with. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, I'll use a word here, I'll use soulmates, like, 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 in a weird way. But, like, not because, like, they're in love, but because he feels that this is someone he could be with forever and not cause, like, any problems. He can, like, truly be at peace here mm-hmm. for once. <laughs> he took it away. <laughs> <laughs> But that's crow. <laughs> that's yeah, that's crow. Unfortunately. Um. So how'd you feel about, you know, because that, because extra context. I obviously have already seen it. I'm the one who's been trying to get ready to watch <laughs> to catch up in Ruby forever. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember the the order of the seasons and everything. But, you know, you know, even if you've already watched us or whatever. Um. How'd you feel about the return of Penny and then? the death of Penny? <laughs> well, hold up there. I feel like her coming Penny, back was like a big thing. You Pen- know? Penny's like, it's nice actually, like what they did with her. You're right, you're right when I inquired like what they did with Penny. But it makes sense. And with her, like, Penny kind of completes her arc. Where she's like Pinocchio, so she finally became a real girl. Mm-hmm. But then choosing to end her life. Um, to give Winter the Winter Maiden. Right. I, I just I just hate it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, let's... I, I, everyone joked when Winter was like, when the Maidens were revealed, it's like, oh, is Winter gonna be the Winter Maiden? It's so basic of a name. Sure, I just, That's sure, one yeah. reason why I like, hate it. It's a little too on the nose. It is really on the nose. Well, to be fair, though, Cinder is the Summer Maiden, and her name is Cinder. You know? Yeah, but, like, she's, like, Cinderella, though. I don't even know what Winter is. Sure, okay. And they touch on that in se- Season 8, anyway. They touch on that bigger being Cinderella. I like how they tried to make us, and I don't know if it worked on you, but how they tried to make us sympathize with Cinder by giving her by giving her that episode you're not it's it's almost like you're not really supposed to sympathize you're supposed to be like this is where she came from and yeah. why she's so angsty for everything hmm. it's like we understand very much where you are 
and why I transformed you, but it doesn't excuse anything you've ever done. Right. Because you're still on this path. However, I will say Watts gave it to her so straight, mm-hmm. an absolute savage. Yeah, he basically broke it down to her, like why, why she keeps losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um. Uh, we lost Hazel. I mean. Uh, who's Hazel? Which one's Hazel? He's supposed to be Hansel, the big guy. Ah, yes, yes. Okay, remember him. I like that he talked with Oz, um, the Oz pin slash uh, Oscar, the Oz car. Mm-hmm. And he said, I tried killing her how many times? <laughs> it's like, before, it doesn't work. Yeah, we just couldn't. And he's and then Oz is like, I know, I tried myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, but there's another way, though. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, I mean, I mean, at this point, she is pretty OP, right? Mm-hmm. She, she literally is the strongest character. It's just the nature of it. Um, and it took me, like, until season eight to realize that he's supposed to be, like, Hansel and his sister was, like, Gretel. Mm-hmm. It took me, like, what, however long, like, three or four seasons that he's been in the show to realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, every everyone's name is, like, comes from somewhere, right? I don't even know what Emerald is. She like supposed to be a Sonic character? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Chaos Emerald. That's <laughs> um, why they can't trust things, dude. Now you have some context for some stuff, though, Ray. Like, like we mentioned it last time, but n- now you actually saw um, Jean kill Penny, right? It was a mercy kill. It you was. Know? It's like she asked him to. They had the warning for suicide, and like, if you need help. But I feel like every Ruby episode finale should have that. Sure. <laughs> Past season three. Yeah. If you're not feeling well, just call this hot one. Um, one of the funny things that was coming out as the episodes were airing was... So the second to last episode, right, was where Yang fell off. And that's kind of how the episode yeah. ended. And so there's a bunch of memes <laughs> about how, how how the show was called Rube now. Just W or RWB. <laughs> Wait, the entire just, just like for reference right now, the entire team like left, or is Blake the only one who lives that we saw, or is everyone like went to the pool? Yeah, so everyone that that that, that happened with everyone because at the okay, so everyone in Team Ruby went to the pool. Yeah, yeah, everyone did. Okay. Yeah, because that was that was the whole thing where at the second to last episode it was like oh it's Rube, and in the final episode it was just like blank title cards <laughs> that people were <laughs> posting. <laughs> That was funny. I, I gotta give them props as well. Like again, we all know the tracks and movie are all bangers. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Yes. Um, and every opening is just getting better and better, and the animation as well. Yeah, so good. I saw people posting. Um, we're finally gonna get a beach episode. Cause, <laughs> cause they're on a beach. I, I like another thing is like when they were having like uh, the broadcast and out they showed everyone like reacting to it mm-hmm. so we gotta see like a nice chant at team sun again which is nice to see yeah I feel like that, that, that's one thing that I'd like to see more is like the other characters because uh, I, I was gonna say because like I forget what season it was but we had like the tournament arc right where we saw mm-hmm. like a hundred different characters and then since then it's kind of dialed down you know mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I also understand the why they did that, though. 
it's it's a season three has to be like the most ridiculous fade out mm -hmm. not fake out fade out fake out like of all time it, it, it kind of blows you away with season three that they're like oh yeah you know it's like the animation's like still looking decent at the time nothing really big and like ruby's pretty like you know light-hearted you know you're still going with it you're like oh all these characters are getting in fights you know stuff's happening and then people are dying like oh 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 <laughs> wasn't the season where like parents were getting upset because they're like oh this was, was supposed to be a kid's show yeah. well they never said it was a kid's show exactly yeah <laughs> so um, you all just thought it was wasn't wasn't it the season yeah with all the people and then and that was one where ruby finally had like her her silver eye thing happen at, at beacon yeah and then like the, the whole the whole show like reset because then everyone was like yeah. injured and like yang left because she was upset mm -hmm. about something and Blake went to yeah, her arms cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah her arm got Blake cut got off. Stabbed you know? But Blake stabbed in the stomach, like always. Yeah. Twice went off, like wherever she <laughs> went back to Atlas. I think I talked about this as well, like the joke that like they kept saying Atlas up there, like yeah, it's up north, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like no, it's up there, isn't it? It's literally in the sky. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you don't you understand. <laughs> so like the entire time when Weiss is on Atlas, you don't see. You just see her in, like, her house. Mm -hmm. You don't see her actually, like, you know, leaving Atlas. Yeah, yeah. And so the first time we see Atlas as the viewer is when, like, literally, like, Team Ruby is going into Atlas. And they're in Mantle. And they look and they see, like, Atlas from the chains up. And it's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> so that's, like, Season 7 or Season 6 to kind of make that reveal. How'd you feel about that, um, like, Ironwood's little group there? little group of Aesop's is they're neat that's it they're cool you know some of them I really didn't like, like the like fast girl she could run really fast the funny girl's kind of annoying dude didn't like her it was like at, at some point you have to be self-aware to be like you're like Ironwood not a good dude you should you should stop following him you know I also gotta say this Ren also leveled up in season 8 yeah he did he did yeah to sense people's intentions and motives is kind of ridiculous. He also had that that good scene with Jean and Yang. Was it Yang? Yeah. Uh, I was just I was thinking of the one where he got like really upset. I, th mm -hmm. I think it was Nora was there too. Probably. He he was just like really upset with everything because he was like, "Oh, we're you know, we like just came out of school. We're not. We don't have experience." It was just John and Yang, I think. Okay, just John and Yang, yeah. Because like they were they were the team together. It was supposed to be Oscar with them as well, but not that yeah, Oscar did his thing, where he got whisked away. Mhm. Mm Which I like. I like that conversation because that happens a lot in anime. Like even if you go back to, should go back to Naruto. Why not? Mm -hmm. If you just think of the the tuning exams. So slight mm -hmm. spoilers for Naruto, I guess. Where it's like they're still in school at that point, you know. Like, mm -hmm. like the whole point of the tournament is to to rank up officially, and then um, Orochimaru comes, like the biggest villain, one of the biggest villains of all time, and then these kids have to deal with it. It's kind of like what happened to Ruby, where it's like we never graduated. Like, wasn't it season eight where they were given their Huntsman and Huntresses licenses? And that was like a big moment. It's like, oh yeah, we're finally 
this. And... It's like it was like either season six or season seven, yeah. whichever one that they gave it in. It was like they. But it was definitely like before season seven. It was like either start of season seven or like end of season six. They gave them the licenses. Okay. So they're officially Huntsmen. Yeah, which is, which is crazy because they they literally never graduated school and they're they're like the front team. Not I mean, I mean not just Ruby like team uh, the other ones yeah, Jun- <laughs> as yeah. well like Junip. Yeah, Junip. <laughs> Or junior, junior, I guess now. Junior, junior, um, yeah, Like, why are they? Journey. <laughs> why are they in charge of saving the world? Like, aren't there other huntsmen and huntresses that are like, like crows? Era, you know that are, that should be, you know, I don't know. Well, I think the thing like, there's like Ozpin's already touched crows era, and like they're all like out of there. They're all losing their minds. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have like PTSD. <laughs> like. Like, Raven's, like, running away. Crow is, like, drinking his problems. Iron was, like, locked up in, like, Atlas. Like, Glinda's the only sane one, but she's, like, stuck at Beacon, making sure everything's going back to normal. I didn't really like Winter at first. Like, her first introduction to the show. But as as the show's going on, I... I, I, I think she's probably warms, one of the best characters. Warms up. Yeah, she, she definitely gets better. Like, her first introduction, almost like her fight with Crow was, like, pretty... Pretty stellar on both parts to show them both off. Yeah, and I think with that, I think that might be a reason why. Because at that point, Crow was like the coolest character, and then like Winter comes along. He was hyped up for so long. Yeah, (laughs) Crow's being hyped up the entire time. Like, oh yeah, Uncle Crow, let's go. Yeah, like he's the one that like trained Ruby and all that. Yeah, it was really cool. Like he has a scythe, and then he comes out with a sword, and then you see the sword curve, and you're like, oh, is he gonna do it? Oh my god. He's is like, it, is he gonna pull it out? Yeah. And they're like, nah, 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 we hold it for next season. Is it also a gun? Yeah, Ruby just looked, like, sees everything Uncle Crow did, and was like, I just wanna beat this guy. Mm-hmm. And I just imagine him drinking at the same time, be like, yep, good job. Good job, kid. <laughs> okay, so, um, what about, what about the future of Ruby, Ray? What do you think, uh... What about your any any theories you got for season nine, volume nine? Volume nine, I'm, I've already talked to you about it before the cast, I think. Mm-hmm. But thinking Neverland or Wonderland would be really dope. I don't know if they could do Neverland because they already did kind of like the crocodile. They did, did, did talk, so I'm not sure how they would uh, deal with the rest of that. They could still do Neverland without talk. Um, or maybe they could bring Talk back. I don't know. Talk is supposed to be dead, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, they could, they'll find a way. They can make Tick. Good. Genius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Wonder Wonderland or Neverland. Um, I don't know any other stories that kind of like pull you into that other world. That are like kind of fairy tale known. Sure. Or esque. Maybe Coraline? I'm kidding. Who would have guessed that at some point Ruby would become an isekai? You know? It happened, though. It's kind of funny that, like, you know... Alice in Wonderland's a great isekai. Oh, it's great, yeah. One of the best, probably. Iconic. Better than Sword Art. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... I think next volume, if, if not the whole volume, definitely the majority of it will be that kind of thing right they're in this other world it's like it's like a side story almost but you know by the end of it they'll learn something it's gonna be like probably like hyper meta though you know well not hyper meta but like super like lore driven or whatever yeah 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 
where like maybe not much is happening, but it's like, dude, like you're building this world like crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that while yeah, like directly, none of their actions will really matter to like the uh, the immediate story. I think that it's 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 gonna be very important. It's gonna it's gonna build up a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think people do talk about like the timeline of Ruby as well, like how it takes place like over like. Like season one and season two, season three, like you know, it's like a couple of years have gone by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like you know, they're in the school, they kind of like integrate into it. And then like going forward, like season four and on, like it's a pretty like shorter duration of what's happening. Like I think Atlas takes place like within a week or two. Yeah. Like the entirety of like season seven and eight. Mm -hmm. You get like a couple of weeks, and that's like it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because there's there's a lot to cover, especially with those <laughs> events, rather than the beginning where. It was just a lot of world building, you know. Yeah. A lot Ooh. of world building, also like uh, it was more casual and it was like setting things up. Really, mm -hmm. like, these things move like this way, you know. Work its way up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, one of the biggest scenes, <laughs> I guess, early on in the show was they. Remember they had a food fight. That was like a big yeah. thing. Oh the man! The food fight episode was hype. It was cool. Yeah. It was, it was just showing off, you know. It was like just having fun. Yeah, how times have changed. No one has fun anymore. It's only death and destruction. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, Ruby's cool. So, so you watched Ruby, right? But um, on my end, on, on on my side of the coin, right? I watched uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Okay. So, spoilers for that as well. I watched the whole thing. Had a lot of time to do so. Um, I too have watched the whole thing, and I've also read all the manga and I'm caught up. You okay. know the fun fact: the manga's on break now. I did see that. Yeah, I did see it was going on break. It always happens to me, Tyler. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> isn't um, what's isn't there some other one that's going? It doesn't matter. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen was really good. Really good. It was um, it was a really good shonen. A lot of really good it, characters. It, it, it may end up being like what I consider the best written shonen. It's kind of ridiculous. It, it probably is. I mean, it, uh, you know, there are there's gonna be more. You know, I actually saw it this morning. That yeah, there's there's gonna be a movie about that like zero stuff. I don't know where that falls in the yeah, timeline. It's only five chapters from um, the, the entire zero manga is five chapters. Mm -hmm. So if you want, you can go ahead and read it. But I mean, the movie's gonna look super good though. Yeah, yeah. Math yeah. is kind of pulling all the stops. Um. Yeah, I, I just think it's really good. I, I really liked, um, yeah, you got another character that, like, eats something, consumes something to become powerful. That's, that seems to be a trend in Shonen, um, but it happened. And I thought the way they set up all the characters were really cool. They have, you know, the, they're, like, like, demon stuff. That was, that was kind of, like, their side, the thing that makes, like, Jujutsu Kaisen kind of stand out. Um... We got we got go was it Goju Go Gojo or whatever. Yeah. He's cool, cool, coolest character in the show. Um, when I I, I think I kind of mentioned this to you or whatever, but when before I watched it, you just see all the memes of people comparing him to other white-haired, um, yeah, you know, anime characters, and the big one was com uh, comparing to Kakashi because like especially with like the eye thing, and um, he's way better than Kakashi. Like a hundred times better, hundred times cooler, um, hundred times more goofier. Yeah, yeah. Kakashi's <laughs> goofy, but I mean, like, they just pull, they push the the buttons in the extreme in every single way. Yeah. 
the fight scenes were really cool. Like like with him fighting the, the like volcano dude, that was cool. Like it, it kept ramping up, but like he never lost control of the fight. Like ever. Like he was always like, ten steps ahead. It's it, everything he does is a flex. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I like the relationship between main character and uh, the like the like, really big dude. Oh yeah, Toto. Toto, yeah, that that's cool. How like he just f- he like forced him to become best friends with him, but like it worked out in the end, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, his whole thing is crazy. How how like he can he can switch places with people, switch places with his yeah. opponent. That's nuts. That's wild. Um, it's not that. It's not only that. Like they they explain that's anything that has cursed energy. Yeah, yeah. So it's not only so like, as long as you you an object with it. Yeah. It's fine. But like all people have cursed energy, so like literally anyone he can swap with. Mm-hmm. Mm. The panda, the panda was was really cool. Like when we first meet him, it's like talking panda, that's cool. But then you get further and you realize what, like what he really is and like what he can do and like he has like the the three forms. Mm-hmm. That was dope. And like like his fight with with like the the, the robot thing, uh, that was cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember how the show ended, <laughs> so I couldn't tell. Uh, it, it ends with uh, the uh, them finding one of the other fingers uh, right. from Sukuna. Right, yeah, because that's like a whole thing, right? They're trying to find all of them. That was, was like how the show started, basically. Was yeah, so they find another finger. Um, but like basically, the reason why the fingers are going rampant is because Sukuna's awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like the entire time they were like, you know, like sleeping, mm-hmm. but now that he's woken up, like they're kind of gone on. Yeah, but they don't want to tell him that. Yeah, that's also a really, really cool thing. Him, you know, whenever Sukuna is brought out, it's like, oh man, it's about to, it's about, it's about to go down, because <laughs> like he's like all powerful too. Like Sukuna kind of shows like how great he is. You know what I mean? He knows his like how, how crazy he is. I like that they don't use him as much in the later half of the season mm. just to kind of flex on you that like you know he, like he's not needed right now you know what i mean yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's that kind of adds to how mysterious he is and you know you're not really supposed to know a whole lot about him you know it's not it's not time yet for that um and when uh, i forget who they were fighting um, but but there the opponent eventually trapped him in his little his little area. I forget I forget what they call it. It's like a their domain. Yeah, thing. domain. Yeah, you finally trapped him. It's like oh no, when you're trapped, you're you're dead, right? You're like it's pretty much it, you know. Unless you're Gojo, who can uh, use his domain to overpower yours, and it's all like space and time and whatever. Um, but this one trapped him. But he, but the, the, the bad guy accidentally like touched him. So then that was able to establish a connection to Sukuna. And then Sukuna was just like, all right, well, you've, you've messed up. Now I'm going to kill you. So yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah. Um, is, is it the same show? Oh yeah. When we, we met that, that, that kid, that's like really weird and, uh, really into horror movies, you know? Mm-hmm. And He's getting trained by the other dude who has like, like flesh. I guess that's his thing. 
Yeah. Um, and he died. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, was... I like that the opening kind of like fakes you out and it's like, oh, he's gonna join, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anime onlys are like, dude, that's crazy. Apparently in the manga, it was like heavy, like, you know, like, oh, this guy's dead. Hmm. You know? Anime, you watch and you're like, oh, nice, 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 yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think with that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, there also wasn't any, like, annoying characters, I don't think, from from my memory. Yeah, like, even characters that you think are annoying, like Mai, are just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think, you know, because you watch other shonen, and there's always, like, those, those characters that pop up, and you're like, just get them off the screen. You know, we don't need these people. You know, I think um, in My Hero, which I also watched some of, um, don't really have a lot to talk about it, but uh, Mineto, right? He was always one of the characters that's like, get him out of here. Useless character. You know, but I mean, with the, with the most... Like one like the best heroes? Yeah, I mean, with the... Like, he actually is like a savage? Yeah, with, with the most recent episodes, he's, he's not bad. He's become less annoying. I mean, he's still like kind of weird, but he's a lot more useful than I feel like he was in the, in the beginning of the show. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think there's anyone here. I mean, because like, my com- my comparisons are other shonen that I've watched, and then you know you go back to Naruto, and there's there's a bunch of characters in that show that I never want to see on screen. The thing is, like, again, I tie like the heavy similarities in Naruto. It really like overlaps super well. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, like, even with the you know, because we have a group of three, right? The the other dude, don't remember his name. Oh, it's like it's like it's like Megumin. Megumin, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's cool. Right, he's he's got the whole like dog thing and uh, like a like an eagle or something falcon. Yeah. Um, yeah. His whole fight with oh man, another dude. I don't really know what his name was. Um, Is it Blood Boy? Uh yeah, yeah it okay. was. Yeah that was that was a cool fight because like it feels like they were evenly matched, and then one of the other like demon things showed up and i was like all right well now like we were fighting because we're in the middle of like a tournament but now there's a real thing here so now we gotta like join forces right and then megumin saw him actually fight and i was like oh he was he was holding back when he was fighting me you know he he's way more powerful than than he let on in the beginning and i thought that was cool and then we learned you know we learned as well megumin's been holding back as well yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you know i think like Especially during that, what was it? It was like it was like a showcase or something, right? It was like a trade yeah. showcase. They did a tournament between the schools, their friendly rival tournament. I think that everyone was holding back because unless they were fighting our our main boy, no one really wanted to hurt each other. But but then they had Toto was not holding back. Who who was who wasn't Toto. Oh no! Well, yeah, he's well, well, cause he's he's crazy. That's why he's he's he just loses himself, <laughs> you know. He, he goes all in every day, all day, you know. Uh, I gotta be honest. I don't think Mechamaru was holding back either. Who's that? Who, who, which one's that? The robot that? boy. The robot. Well, yeah, but, but like that. He he's an interesting character because he had he had beef with 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 the the, the panda. The panda. So that's different. He had he, he had like personal beef with him that like the panda was like dog like I'm not like I don't know you like your your story is sad but like I also went through similar things. 
I'm also a panda. <laughs> so I feel like it evens out, you know? It do be like that though. Oh man. What was it? Maki definitely holds back. Sure, yeah. She's kinda too savage. Who's that? What, 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 what's that? She she's the sister with the glasses. Okay, yeah. She holds back. Mm-hmm. Is she the one with with the weapons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like how that character has kind of become. Um, wait, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't know if that's the character I'm thinking of. But, but they did kind of remind me of um, of Rock Lee, because like Rock Lee doesn't mm. have. Um, any of the other, uh, you know, like Genjutsu or uh, the other one. I can't think of the main one for some reason. Um, Ninjutsu. Ninjutsu, good. yeah, I couldn't think of that. <laughs> Ninjutsu or, 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 or Genjutsu, he only has Taijutsu, right? So, like, he's, you know, it feels like it's a, it's a handicap, but he's actually become, like, crazy because of that. A crazy good. You know, they... <laughs> they, like, hyped up Rock Lee so much in the main show, and they didn't use him at all in Shippuden. That's that's the problem. You see, again, like the problems with Naruto so really garbage. have like, like, like Shippuden had good moments. Like, let's not lie. I mean, like we're fans of Naruto, you know, we we know Shippuden as we a... overhype Itachi. Um, <laughs> overhype I think is the wrong word. <laughs> Itachi, whether you like it or not, is a top five Naruto character, and and you can't argue against that. I mean, he may be my number one, but I mean, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like, objectively, he's a top five character. Yeah, not even like subjective. No, not sub. Like objectively, you cannot name five characters that are better than him. I'm not talking about like more powerful, like you know, yeah. power plays he really into is, it. Like, he's he's a heart of the character. He's like a, a big heart of the series. Yeah. At least in Shippuden, normal Naruto, it's like this guy's a freak. This guy's a freak. He's gonna he kill us all. His entire family. <laughs> He <laughs> killed his entire family. Who does that? And then he's out for revenge on his brother, dude. He's like choking him up against this wall. Uh, he 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 obliterated Sasuke. Like like Sasuke was so hyped up to be like, nah, he's no, Sasuke's like a prodigy, you know. And then Itachi... Sasuke's like, dude, I got this cool thing called Chidori, and he's like, what was that? <laughs> Excuse me. And then he made, um, he like tortured Kakashi for like a hundred years in like 10 seconds, you know, or whatever that was. He put him on the cross. Itachi's Genjutsu is kind of out of there, dude. It's what? It's out there. He, he's known to be one of the top Genjutsu users. Well, he's also cheating, right? I mean, Sharingans guns are cheating, right? Yeah, well, that's not even his, though. Well, th that one was his. What do you mean? It's like the other Genjutsu is not his. The one that like he has another one that's not his, where it's uh being able to influence people without them knowing that they're being influenced. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I was only referring to like the extra Uchiha powers that he has, you know. Oh. Jin, you know, it's not really, you know. <laughs> she, sweet, and him are like, you know, hey, what up, boy? 
take my eye. I'm dying here. I'm dying. I'll take you, she sweet. It's like Um Yeah, I don't know. Juju Kaisen's cool. I I, I really enjoyed it the whole time. You know, I wasn't like bored I read at all. all. Like let me tell you, like the author doesn't care. He he goes full savage. Everything he's like more and more and more and more and more. We're going hard. Do we have a season two of that announced? Like, you know, I'm yeah, sure. Season two is announced and the movie's announced. Okay. That's why it's exciting. All by Mappa. Do we know when season two is coming out? No idea. The movie's coming out first. I guess the movie's coming out like next season or something. Or maybe the season after. It's yeah, so the movie's coming out. That's a nice small project. Again, five chapters? That's pretty good to fit into a movie. And they, they're they going to put the budget up on that. Uh, you're going to see the kid who's on a field trip. Okay. Because they, they, they bring him up every now and then. He's like, this guy's on a field trip. He's not here right now. He'll be back for school later. He'll be back later. And Total's like, where is this guy? I want to fight him. And they're like, he's out. He's not here. He's on a field trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Total's like, I don't even want to be in this tournament if he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight him. And then he's like, he's Yuji. He's like, I changed my mind. <laughs> Um, so, I don't know what we're going to do next. We, we we can do, um, we do Earwig and the Witch. Gosh, I hated it. Um, Did you actually hate it or was that a joke? It was decent. Okay. It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't truly bad. It was just... Okay, so, so, Earwig and the Witch, right, movie by Studio Ghibli, their first full... 3D CG movie, right? Um, at first, it got a lot of hate. It's like, by, by, it, was by me, it was by Miyazaki's son. Miyazaki's son, Goro. Okay. It's a cool name, by the way, Goro. Goro's a dope name. Um, yeah, yeah, so... I was very skeptical of it because, you know, Ghibli has a trademark style. You know, in the their, their first few movies... They were kind of finding it, right? Like, like the like the actual style of the movie. Then since then, you can, you know, anyone who's watched any Ghibli movies can. It feels iconic, you know. Yeah, you can watch and be like, "That's you yeah, know, you got it, right?" Yeah, I mean, now, I mean, it's, it's it's the same thing as like Disney or Pixar, right? If you watch a movie, it's that of household theirs, brand, right? Yeah, like you you can see it and notice that okay, that this is obviously a Pixar movie just by the look of it. Um, so I was very skeptical of it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested, right? Because you, you coming in, you, you know. I, I come in just talking about the narrative, I should be honest. The okay. animation's pretty good, honestly. It's pretty good. It reminds me of Lupin. Yes. Um, it does. I know we watched it. it rem- the animation reminds me of Lupin, and it was pretty well made, honestly. I can be honest. Um, you're going to hear me say honest a lot right now, because I'm just going <laughs> to keep drilling into the ground. Hmm. No, but uh, I looked into it, you know, Earwig is not bad. Uh, the movie ends abruptly, but that's because the book ends abruptly, I guess. Sure. Sure. It just, it just ends that weird spot. Uh, but it felt, you know... Do you, the thing is, like, narratively, it's not strong. It's pretty okay. basic. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they've done this before with other things. Uh, gonna kind of point out and, and go point out, like, Howls and then point out uh, the other one they had with the... Uh, like point at Kiki's delivery service, stuff like yep. that, you know. Feels like, you know, they've already kind of treaded on this. So so Eerie kind of feels mute or <laughs> moot or like kind of basic at this point. 
Okay. Didn't like to dwell on. Yeah, I got a. And dwelled on, but. I got a couple questions for you, just just because of that. So the first one is, is you know, because you haven't seen every Ghibli movie. You've seen you've seen most of them now. Um, yeah. You know, especially since last time we did clean up, clean that up a little bit. We watched like five extra ones, I think, or something. Yeah, um, watched a good, again, I haven't watched all of them. I've watched a good amount, though, or, or at least a majority to be able to speak on like the behalf of like all of them. You've also the seen like all the big ones, too. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but my question would be, is this your least favorite Ghibli movie you've seen? Yes, and it's not even because of the animation. It's literally the narrative. <laughs> okay. So then, because you, you bring up the narrative... Is it, is it because you've seen them do something like this before or because I understand what you're saying where it's like the way the story is, it is similar to what they've done before, but I feel like half of all Ghibli movies are like slice of life at their core. Whereas like Princess Mononoke, it's this whole big adventure right but with or like, like same with nausicaa right where like it's like this like epic that's yeah. like drawn out or like castle in the sky you know those are like yeah. their epics that they have built up and they feel that way but then right? you have something like kiki where again i haven't seen it in a while so i could be wrong but, but but i feel like there's no big huge like boss battle or something it's just like she's or just like learning. a porco rosso you know kind of like a porco, yeah 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 i mean we you know because even porco rosso does have like a a big like a big fight match, at the end but, but it's like, not really about that fight though that's like yeah. played for laughs right? yeah and then yeah even, even with porco rosso it's like oh it's just a, i mean it's weird because it's a pig but like it's just a dude who flies a plane and he meets a girl like this young prodigy who wants to make planes too like with kiki it's like well she's becoming a witch but she's just working at like a bakery and she just delivers stuff and that's the movie you know so i feel like yeah. earwig Again, she wants to become a witch, right? That's like a, it's like a thing, but it's like shoehorned in, though. It's like forced, right? There's no like she can't leave the house. There's nothing to look at. Ordinary life. Yeah. She doesn't have one of those. Her life was never ordinary to begin with. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is interesting because yeah, because I do get that where it's because I, I was thinking the same thing where I was in my mind comparing it to some of my more favorite movies, um, like Mononoke or. Um, uh, Spirited Away and stuff like that and Howl's Moving Castle and like it is a much smaller story and not a lot happens on like a big scale I mean I didn't I mean me just bringing my own into it like I didn't I, I, I don't think it's my least favorite Ghibli movie I don't think um, but yeah I, I, do, I, I do think the whole thing was kind of weird though <laughs> it's like Again, I'm not faulting it. Like, it's not a bad movie. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. no. We hold it to a different standard, I guess. Sure. It's Ghibli. Yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. It's like it's Pixar again. You know where we have the. It's like it's Cars two. Like, it's Cars two, really bad movie. Yes, but. It's, it's <laughs> like you know. <laughs> Is Cars three worse? It shouldn't even be a movie. Honestly. <laughs> it shouldn't <laughs> exist. Like Cars two, they should have stopped while they had a chance and <laughs> just understood. But they wanted that. Thing is, that, is that merchandise? Disney wants, they want that merch money, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Merch sells and they get more money off that. Uh, Ghibli, it's like, I watch this, you know, again, it's a similar things that they've done, but it's also like, there's nothing special here that sure. there was like in the other ones, right? Sure. It just kind of like plays with it and that's it. Yeah, because I think. Uh, 
there's interesting stuff here. Like, let's not let's not lie. Like the entire idea of the Mandrake's like a really cool guy. You know, a really cool concept for a character is there. Our main character's really good as well. Like, not even like annoying. Like, they're they're annoying, right? But like to a fault where it's like understandable. Like the witch is pretty basic. Uh, the cat felt pretty basic. Uh, they weren't really like played with often though. That's the thing. It's like make them interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, don't, I, I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities in this movie. I feel like, and this is something I just thought of, where, like, the whole, like, orphanage thing, I feel like that was kind of pointless, you know? It, it was kind of, yeah. like, a way to set up the movie so that she can get adopted by a witch, and then now the movie starts, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we also have that setup of, like, the mom, right? Because obviously that comes back around, but... Even that doesn't really mean anything in the movie. It means nothing because there's no connection there. Because it just ends abruptly. They want to end it like the book, though, so it's understandable. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if... it's a good adaptation. I'll give it that. Yeah, definitely, that's worth. I think the ending is the weirdest part, where I think we would have looked more fondly on this movie if the ending made more sense. Because you know, you're saying it ended abruptly. I feel like there's a couple things right the first one was i thought it was weird how the end she gets all the stuff right you know she's like you know she's basically there's, there's like, no real build up to her like getting that right it's just yeah. that she just gets it which i get it was like payoff from the beginning of the movie where it was like oh i'm i never want to be adopted because then i can only control two people instead of the 30 kids that are here right and it's like oh i'm never you know i want to control people that's like her weird kid thing and in the end, she ends up being in control, I guess, of the Mandrake and the witch and everything. But I just thought that was, it, it was weird because towards the end, one thing I really liked was you realize that the Mandrake was actually like really cool, you know? Like I was like, oh, he actually cares. And like, he's not just some monster, right? Like he's, he's just, he's just a dude who likes to, you know, he likes certain things. He likes his hobbies, right? And he doesn't want to be disturbed, which is fair, but he's not some like demon who <laughs> at any moment could just kill everyone because he doesn't he doesn't he's not really gonna do that um he just gets really angry yeah you and, don't like him when he's angry <laughs> and you know it was cool to be like oh he cares and he's gonna get her stuff and he's gonna get the witch to actually teach her and then you know he he says he'll think about giving her school or and letting her go to school and everything so oh, that, was, that was nice but then it cuts M- movie soft ends right it, it, it comes back up and it's like a up. three month time skip <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah yeah I basically run the house now and I'm like that's that's weird you know cause I don't feel like that's the relationship that should have been like the conclusion of all that you know even if she doesn't really run things it's just like her ten year old mind's perspective on the family you know it's like oh I run everything she, she doesn't really she's the only child so she gets stuff um, yeah, it's, it's more like if they if they like what you're saying, yeah. you got it. Congratulations. It's it's, it's still weird. You got it's, lucky. it's still weird. Though. I just <laughs> I just didn't like that. And then and then yeah, the the end where I think you're more referring to of like, I liked the it was supposed to be like Christmas or something I think. Yeah. And and the, her friend finally comes right, which is great because you know his, his friend wasn't like a great character in the show in the movie i didn't really care about him that much but he was there he came in it was like okay friends here finally overcoming his fear of the mandrake and then the mom is there 
And I'm like, and then it's like, for oh, no reason, by the way, yeah. other than just to be there. And like, again, I understand on paper why they did that. Where at the beginning of the movie drops her off, said at some point when I'm done, when I'm cha- when I'm, uh, when I've been rid of these twelve witches that are hunting me or whatever, I'll come back, right? You know, this is only temporary. So she comes back at the end of the movie. It wraps up technically, but why do I care about the mom? You know, like we we got a little bit of backstory about the band, right? It's like, oh, she left, but she left because of the witches or whatever, which is kind of like a, a rebellious thing she did because she doesn't want the witch council to <laughs> be in charge of her. I'll be honest with this. She at least did a good thing by leaving her kid in someplace safe. Sure. Like the orphan. You know, that was her one good thing. We haven't seen her do actually anything else of merit to her character. Yeah, exactly. In the entire story. <laughs> Where it's like, I kind of feel for the mandrake and the witch and the cat. Because, sure, we got screen time with them, but they did stuff to make us, oh, I understand these characters a little bit. The mom, we, d- we dropped her off, and then end of the movie, we see the backstory of the band, and then she just comes back and she's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, movie cuts credits right but then what happens after that like does the mom go in and everyone's like oh you're back let's all catch up and let's be a family like that's not what happens right because that's that's kind of lame yo imagine she said i adopted this kid (laughs) (laughs) that would be nuts if that's actually what what happened it's like like, this kid i adopted him he's mine it's like what what hold on there's some weird, there's some weird stuff going on here. And was... then the, 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 the blue-haired witch said, "Wait a minute, that's the kid I dropped off at." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the the witch and the mandrake, like they, they like stand up from their seats very abruptly, and like, "Oh my god!" Like, Joe, <laughs> like that's the kid that we dropped off. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy. Um. For a second, I thought that when we first see the witch walk into the orphanage, I thought that was going to be her mom because she had the same yeah. hair, <laughs> just a different color. Like, oh, that's her way of blending in. Not what happened. But, but for a second, that, that is what I thought. Um, yeah, man, I thought, I thought it was fine. That was fine movie. I didn't like regret watching it or anything like that. It wasn't that bad. But I think that it's it, it, it's like a nice first step if they are going to continue doing 3D movies as well as at some point Miyazaki is going to have to stop making movies. Like like at some point <laughs> we're we're going to get movies that are consistently not by him because he cannot make movies anymore. So, you know, I think it's good that you know, hopefully we get more and more movies that aren't directed by him. So that they can kind of get that direct experience rather than, you know, always being, you know, directed by the man himself, I guess. Which, like, Goro has done other movies in the past that I'm sure we've mm-hmm. liked. I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> He's done other ones, but um, that was fine. Um, yeah. We can talk about Loki. Loki's next. Ooh, Another big Loki one. Really good. So, Loki, of course, everyone. 
new new Disney Plus show. We're back on our MCU MCU train. Episode one came out, and um, yeah, I think I I think it's really cool. I think just visually, probably the coolest looking show we've we've had so far, and. I think that the first episode was just a lot of setup for for the for the rest of the show. Um, I think it was really cool how they tried to kind of recap everything for us. You know, you, you know, because I think that was the big worry for MCU fans of like, well, this isn't the same Loki that we've seen. You know, like he hasn't. I think me and you have talked about this, but like this Loki doesn't have all the character development from like Thor 2 and Ragnarok and Infinity War and all that. This is still Avengers Loki trying to kill everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think they did a good job of kind of recapping everything and then I mean we even had that really probably the most emotional moment of the sh- of the episode with him watching all of Just his like, yeah. his life. And, watches his life, yeah. Yeah, and then he dies. <laughs> And it's like, oh. Loki um, just dies. Spoiler um, alert, Loki. <laughs> yeah, you you die. <laughs> you die. Spoiler alert. So there's actually a bunch of stuff that I'm 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 interested in what you think about this episode, Ray. Um the the, the first is Did you see like as you were watching it, did you predict that they were chasing Loki? Uh, I did assume that based on the stab wounds, but I wasn't certain because they point at a demon. Okay. And then after when they confirmed, I'm like, okay, they point at a demon because he has horns. Okay. Okay. And then Loki has horns, and I'm like, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it at all. And they were like, yeah, we're we're chasing you, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That'd be why you would want Loki so want bad on your team. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, multiple stab wounds. He's a stabber. That's why I thought of it. He is. He's a stabber. He does do that. Um, um, but then they, they point, she pointed at the devil, and I'm like, Loki's not a devil. He's not. It's probably people hyping up Mephisto. He's, he's just a <laughs> scamp, you know. He's not. <laughs> so um, another thing, Ray, how do you how do you feel about that scene where Loki had a drawer of Infinity Stones? <laughs> it's the funniest. The, the funniest thing is his his revelation that like he he imagined picking up the stone and realizing it doesn't work. Yeah, crazy. And he stands up and he says, "Is this the strongest, most powerful thing mm-hmm. in the universe?" He says that moment of awe to self-reflect on himself. Yeah, I think that's um, one of you know, kind of, kind of a deeper, I guess, controversy over this show is that, like, how. How are they going to make us care about this world, right? Because in that moment, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff throughout the episode that, that kind of shows this, but in that moment, it's it's a very funny scene, right? Because it's like, oh, the Infinity Stones are nothing, they're paperweights, whatever. Um, but we just spent 11 years watching Infinity Stones be hyped up, right? And then we get to the show, Infinity Stones don't mean anything. Now, obviously, they're in a weird time world, right? They're they're like in a dimension that we can't even perceive, right? But yeah. this is where, like, obviously, it wouldn't work. The, the timekeepers are like, no, this is 
set in order, isolated from the rest of the world, its own pool, nothing can disturb the peace here. And then, you know, even with that, like, a level above that is, right, the timekeepers, right? And that's the whole thing where, you know, the whole thing that we're trying to drill through Loki's head, where it's like, you're, you're not choosing anything. The timekeepers, flow of time, everything that happens was supposed to happen because time time doesn't happen in order it's happening all at once whatever right that's how time works so it's like again above that why does anything matter yeah you know again Loki's saying that you know like you know like do I have to get approval or disapproval you know what I mean yeah when it's more like at least the way I viewed it and I think like this is the way they kind of viewed it as well it's like I think for the most part anything there's like you know your free will and everything and that's fine um, it's more when that actually interrupts the future events that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like him being D.B. Cooper does nothing because he's just being D.B. Cooper for a bet. It doesn't lead to anything. Sure. You know, th- that's major. It's just like, you know, one of the many bets he has with Thor and like his legends, you know? Where like they always have like their rivalry in Asgard. So that's just, you know, something of nature nothing to it nothing more nothing less it doesn't have anything to actually do anything with the larger scheme of things to play around with that mm-hmm. that's it I don't know it sounded like I had more but that, that's really all I got yeah I'm I'm interested to see how the show ends I'm sure like everyone else that's not really a, a special thing but because I just feel that with them going this high up, you know, like this grand scale of of, of a show of, of like an idea, because they've already messed with time travel, Infinity Stones, whatever. Not really time travel. Well, I, you know, whatever. Um, but like it's so it's this far up that it's like now when you watch Infinity War and Endgame, it's like, oh, well, all that was supposed to happen. You know, you know, there wasn't really anything like no choices were made yeah. ever. Like how big those events were, we look back and we're like, oh, well, that's that's just the flow of time is what was supposed to happen. So I'm going but forward. Again, Doctor Strange is like you know 14 million different possibilities of this way going through this. Sure, sure, but then. <laughs> so he's he's looking at all the timelines at once, but he doesn't know which is the concurrent timeline. Right, which which is where it gets weird, and and I feel like they're going to do a good job of explaining this because I feel like Marvel is usually good when it comes to this sort of stuff, but how are they? Right, so we have different outcomes, different possibilities, but does, like, there isn't just one timeline, though. (laughs) There's, like, many that branch off, but only one of them is, like, the true stable timeline. The rest are cut off or some way to go about that. Sure, sure, sure. But then what about other dimensions? Like the multiverse. The other, I guess, the other dimensions follow the same timeline, or they could follow like a separate timeline as well. Right, right. Which there's still there's a multiverse that exists. Which I think yeah. is where it gets confusing because it's like there is a multiverse, but then there's also a timeline where every, like, like we this, this was supposed to happen, but then there's a multiverse. So it's like, does that have different timelines? Like, which one trumps the other one? Yeah. You know. They'll they'll touch on that and see. They they have to, you know. They have to. Uh, obviously, assuming that like the main timeline is the one that's post, you know, Spider-Man, or like post, I guess, Falcon Winter Soldier, because that's the most current one right now. Yeah, yeah. Again, 
Yes. Mm. No, no, no. Spider Man. Is the most current. Is is more recent. Yeah, cause. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I assume Falcon Winter Soldier was the most recent. Right, I right. I think I was confusing WandaVision. WandaVision happened like a couple weeks after Endgame. Endgame, yeah. But yeah, Falcon. Yeah, I'm. I I actually don't know about that. Which one's more current, Spider Man or Falcon Winter Soldier? Well, only because I assumed that everyone would know about a Captain America. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. And I then, also feel like everyone knows about Spider-Man as well, so you know who really knows where they all fit. And then even with Loki, it's like time moves differently there, so you can't really even like put that on the timeline right now. <laughs> we, we don't even know where that's going until the end of the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like it's like really Loki could be anywhere. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. At all. So, just some predictions for this show, Ray. Um, do you think? This is going to introduce Loki back into the MCU. I, I definitely hope so. I want, and plus, the yeah, Loki is going to be back into the MCU, which is what we're hoping for. They've also greenlit Loki season two. Oh yeah, I do remember that. And so then, yeah, right, yeah, before it even came out, like season two, which they greenlit it already. Which again, I'm interested to see if Loki does bring it back, come back to the MCU, because technically he doesn't have to. I mean, this all could just be... Because, again, this is, like, so far out of the yeah. realm of reality that they could just make a 10-series like, show. could just be part of TVA. That's honestly it. Exactly. It could be just TVA going forward. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. would be an interesting way to have him be. I mean, it's like, well, Tom Hiddleston likes his character. He likes playing Loki. It's a way to keep him with Marvel contractually. Have Loki have merchandise, you know, to keep going forward. But also, you could have him, like, sneak in and out of, like, different Marvel, like, shows and series. Yeah. Going like that, you know? A great way to keep them. Yeah. It's not a bad marketing ploy. Yeah, I think they could definitely do that. You know, I think Loki's such an interesting character because in the beginning it was like, dude, Loki, best character, best villain MCU, right? And then we saw more of them and it was like, alright, maybe a little too much Loki. Maybe like we should get rid of Loki now. And then I feel like with Infinity War and Endgame, he's kind of and then Loki obviously yeah, like, the show like, and Thor 3 you know like, they kind of like push it like all and like really make him yeah more likable yeah it kind of it kind of loot back around it, like nah Loki's cool we more, more it's, Loki's it's like cool. Loki is you know starts off ruthless as we all you know can see you know mm-hmm. Wayne's, Wayne's down Goes back around it's nice you're right he gives him all the turnaround you know it's also like we're also seeing you know obviously as the movies have gone on we've seen more and more of loki right we've seen more of just like he's not just a god of mischief like we've broken him down especially with all of his scenes with uh Mm -hmm. thor and everything like that but this show there was one of the best scenes of the show was where you know after he watched everything owen wilson which again shout out to owen wilson great great actor Mm -hmm. great character in the show amazing um Cannot wait for the wow to happen. It, it, it's got to happen, right? It's, it's I feel happen like it's contractual. <laughs> it's contractual. Every movie is it's, it's in the contract. You must say wow at least once. <laughs> I like the idea of like it being that vague though. Where so so like Kevin Feige wasn't like here's what you have to say. He was like no at some point in the six episodes you gotta say it. So like when we hear the wow we'll know it's improv. <laughs> we'll know that Owen Wilson decided that that's where he had to say it. Um. Yeah, it's I like really... you read the script, you fit it in wherever you want. Yeah, wherever, yeah, as long yeah. as we get a wow. <laughs> you can put a wow in every line. We'll pick the cut that sounds best. 
Um, it'd be like torture <laughs> to have to be the editor. <laughs> How many times? It's like it's like vote for the best wow from Owen Wilson and Loki. <laughs> we need your opinion, guys. What's the best one? <laughs> What's the, um, yeah, I, I I like that scene where yeah. So we already watched everything. He's like super sad, and and you know Owen Wilson comes back in. He is the stick. He's very cautious, but like he brings the line back around. Um, I forget what it was, but it was like how he is just the god of mischief and he uses these like these tricks to incite fear in people, right? These like, acts of violence make him appear bigger than what he actually is. Yes, yes, which is funny because when he first said that line in the show, he was referring it to other people, right? And he was like, oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to liberate all that. Then in this scene, you realize he was talking about himself. And, like, he is... I think that that's one of the biggest things about the Loki character is you always wonder how how self-aware is Loki of himself? You know, like, how, how much does he know who he actually is and, like, how he's perceived of, like, he's the bad guy, but no, he actually likes Thor, and then he tricks Thor, and then, you know, like, how much does he choose to be do the bad stuff that he does, and then how much is it, like a facade you know yeah and i feel like this show is gonna play with that a lot because we've already seen it in the first episode especially with him watching his own death and like him watching his dad's death and him watching the moments where him and thor were like cool with each other and like he was like smiling and like crying of like you know i think deep down loki really does care about these people it's just he is the god of mischief it's he the, can't yeah it's the facade he can't show that yet. yeah mm-hmm he even referred to himself as like, I am the villain, you know, I, you know, cause in the beginning of the episode, he didn't want to think that because Owen Wilson was like, no, you, you're the antagonist. Like you are here to make other people look better. And Loki was like, no, that's not true. Then by the end, it's like, no, I, I am the villain. Like, like th- that's my role. Like it almost got meta with it, you know? It's like, oh, like he knows what he's doing, you know, like he's playing these pranks, these tricks, you know, hurting yeah. all these people to be, to be someone bigger than he actually is. It's for the illusion yeah which is it's very weird but i'm i i really like it i'm, I'm really to see where what they actually do with this show because i feel like again loki is the bad guy mess with that at some point i think you've already mentioned like i'm um, talking about like uh free will like how they playing with mm-hmm. that in the show but then just like the other moments with just the loki character like where are they actually going to go with him i feel like they actually are setting him up for that god of mischief role like, no longer is he, like, going to be, like, a main antagonist. He's actually becoming that trickster god that we kind of ideal him to be. Yeah. Hmm. Like, at least, like, with the development we've got for Loki now, he's not menacing as he was, you know? We thought of him as, like, cold-hearted, you know, out for blood, wanted to just rampage the entire world. He's shown his emotion now. He's peeled back the layers. He's let himself become vulnerable. I think that's fair, though. You know, I feel like... Obviously, the longer... We've stayed with the Loki character, we like, we know his backstory. Like, we know that he, mm-hmm. he wasn't really Odin's son. You know, he was a Frost Giant's son. And, you know, so... 
I feel like early on Loki has every right to be upset and like feel like an outcast in his own family because he is essentially, you know. Yeah, he just wanted retribution, wanted something of his own. I think he also like, just. Like, you're right. You're right. Nothing was truly his in his eyes. Yeah. It's like this was given to me. Yeah. I never earned this. I was adopted into this family. This is not my family. It was given to me. Being Odin's son is not my own title. That's given to me as well. You know, nothing was his by birthright. Mm-hmm. It's all just handed to him. So when he finally wanted something to take, decided to take it for himself the only way he knew how, war, you know? Wasn't Stan Lee sense. a timekeeper? No, it's a watcher. Watcher. That's what it was. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Um, also, Stan Lee. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't see this in the episode. I saw it in like screenshots or whatever. Uh, they did. Have, they did have a Stan Lee cameo. He was like, he was like on like a, a mural or something in the one TVA office. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Which is which, is kind of how they're doing Stan Lee cameos now. I think in. And Falcon or Soldier wasn't he wasn't like a license plate that said like Stanley or something like that. I don't remember. And then so. I think in WandaVision was it like a newspaper article, I think. I, don't I have no idea. Um I, I stopped looking for cameos, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe I should go back and look for them. Uh, um I, I still think speaking of cameos, the best one's gotta be uh Spider Verse. In my opinion, for the cameo. I actually don't remember that one. It's, uh, he's the shop owner. You saw in the Spider-Man costumes. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do remember that. I gotta watch Spider-Verse again, man. I've only seen it once. It, it, it really is one of the best animated movies of all time. It really is. Like, it's, it's not overhyped at all. You know? <laughs> it's exactly where it should be. Yeah, he has, like, one of the best cameos there. Like, what is he saying? Like, you know, like... He's like the suit's too big; it's not gonna fit. And as he says, I'm like, oh, it, it'll fit. Like one day, it'll fit, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, or it'll fit eventually. Yeah, you'll grow into it, or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a real powerful scene, but yeah, it's nice. Okay. Let's talk about um. We still got a lot to talk about, right? Let's talk about um. Inside. Okay, so my thoughts on Inside, I'll be very brief with them. Okay. So, um, wait, wait, hold on. So, so Inside, anyone who doesn't know, Bo Burnham's new special, Inside, it's on Netflix. It's like an hour long, hour and a half maybe. Uh, I recommend you to go watch it. I recommend everyone to go watch it. Yeah. Um, it's a Bo Burnham special. I wouldn't call it a comedy Not special. Not a comedy special. It there is were... an artistic film is what I believe it to be. There was, there's, okay, so, j- just real quick before we get into it, I, I just, I just want to talk about, like, it's, it's, it's not even about Inside. There's Netflix with its marketing of this thing. Uh, you know, I keep seeing videos on, like, Twitter or whatever. It's, like, the sponsored video. Oh, here's promoted. It's, like, mm-hmm. promoted, whatever. And, like, they, they pull quotes from, like, publications, you know, reviewing mm-hmm. the thing or whatever. And so many of them are, like, it's, this is laugh out loud funny. And I'm, like... Who thought it was funny? Like, I mean, like, I had, I had some friends who laughed at some of the jokes, you know? Not there, a good amount of them. There are jokes. But, like, they laughed, they laughed at some of them, you know? And I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, some of them are funny. But, like, I don't think it's laugh out loud funny. No, this takes some, this, 
Burnham's being serious in the special. Yeah. For the most part. There are a lot of funny moments in the special, but it's not like I'm not like laughing throughout it. You know? Like like, like his other specials, which I did after watching this one I went back and I watched his most previous two, like uh, it was what and then make happy. Mm-hmm. Those are really good specials, but it's very different than what this is. Um yeah, Ray, go go ahead. What are you what are you saying about inside? Yeah, so I think it's artistic. It's a great. Burnham's flexing, by the way, with this because he's done everything by himself. Yes. Which is crazy. It's a big flex. Um, so, so from lighting to like uh, special effects, yeah. To the camera work, to the editing, it's all him. Like even the audio, it's such a flex. It really is, and he plays with it so much. Mm-hmm. It's insane. How talented he really has grown. It's, it's another thing to point out that like this guy is like one of the pioneers of YouTube. He is, yeah. You know, that's where he got to start. And he's broken out now. He's broken out from from there. Um, he's talked about it before his depression and how he like he thinks that he's like you know, um, was it what type of syndrome is it? I forget what it is. But like you don't feel like you're imposter syndrome. Yeah. Or he feels like he doesn't deserve this fame. But he proves yet and yet again, like, 8th grade was a hit. 8th grade was good. That, it was a good movie. Yeah. And he proves it again when inside that he's, like, actually talented. And he doesn't, like, you know, it's a big thing that does affect him. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, you know, I do want to get into some of the segments in, in the show, because there are some really good ones. Um, but there was a segment in there where, I mean, there's, there, there was many segments in the special where he got very real and like again it's not comedy he was literally just talking to you right and you know it's it's actually very similar to like what, what dave Chappelle does nowadays where he doesn't dave Chappelle doesn't yeah. tell jokes anymore <laughs> he just he just talks yeah, yeah, to you he, he, he has like one or two jokes but yeah. it's like mostly him just talking mm-hmm. but that's what you're there for you want to hear dave Chappelle put like a somewhat comedic or dark humorous spin on the story yeah um, he'll get real, but he'll have like some jokes hidden throughout it, which kind of keep you riled in. And Bo, Bo did kind of touch on something where it's like his last special was like five years ago or something, which Bo Burnham fans very sad because you know we we like his stuff, but he talked about why and he was like, yeah, he, I forget what exactly he said, and um, but it was something like he he got depressed whenever he would perform like he couldn't actually perform in front of people because it like changed him or whatever so he he said uh, it was about five years ago maybe four years ago he told himself he was like i'm never performing again i'm never getting on a stage ever again and he didn't and he was scared of it yeah he was, <laughs> he, he was frightened yeah he, he didn't and then finally he made this special and granted he didn't go on a stage but he he talked about in the special how he got over that and I mean, he had to work through it, of course, but how he finally had enough courage where at the beginning of the pandemic, obviously, before it started, he said he was going to perform again. He was going to get on stage and perform again. And the pandemic hit. And then he couldn't. And then that kind of kind of just, you know, it didn't like put Turned, him back. It became inside, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It was, it, was, it was really good. You know, I think that, again, yeah, this isn't a comedy special, but I, there's a lot of stuff here that maybe not every single person who watches it will like be moved by it but i think a lot of people will a lot of people already have he gets real you know yeah he talks about his personal stuff and you can see like um 
his self-worth is something that does bring up like subliminally mm-hmm. it brings that up he may not like speak about it up front like quite often but like he'll put clips in every now and then that kind of show you his thoughts on the special or how he feels or yeah it, it gets kind of meta with it you're not sure if it's actually him or if he's acting it out for the special yeah i mean there yeah there was moments in there where i mean he would even give updates where it's like yeah i've been working on this for six months um i thought i would have been done with it by now uh honestly i, I there's even the one the one moment where he said yeah yeah you know i i think i've decided i'm just never gonna finish this because once i finish it then i'll have to put it out and then i'll get feedback and then i'll be done and then not only will i be done i won't have anything else to do and I'll just be inside in a home with nothing to do. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just never going to finish it. So right now I'm not even talking to anyone because no one's watching this. <laughs> and it, it was it was kind of funny, but it it was, uh, you know, a, a reflection of him in quarantine where it was like he's doing this because he's going crazy. So if he fin- so if he has to finish doing this, but he still can't go outside, he's going to go crazy. You know, so you know, that's why he worked on it for so long. Um, there, there was even a clip in there I think it was towards the end I think it was like the later third the last third of it where it was just a clip of him being very frustrated and he like he like I, I, he like threw his chair over or something he got really mad and yeah. he walked and there was no dialogue there it was just a real moment of him being frustrated with whatever he was doing like he thought it sucked or whatever and he, he was very depressed over it and I was like you didn't have to put that in, you know. It's like that, 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 that's one of the clips I'm talking about. Like, like, we don't even know if that's like scripted or if that's like him. Yeah, being real. I I didn't know if that was a scripted thing to, sh- you know, to further, but or if to it push was, that narrative, right? It's yeah. so, it's so in your head. It's again, it's ridiculous how well it's made. Yeah, and I mean, it, it is like he does have some interesting stuff to say, not only about himself, but like, um. I really like the one where he had the, 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 the sock puppet. I like that a lot because it was like, oh, the world is great. And he was like singing about how good the world is. And then the sock puppet comes in and it's like, no, here's how the world is actually run. And it's like, yeah, that's all true. Like there's genocide and capitalism and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone watching this should, should believe that because, you know, the world uh, kind of sucks. <laughs> how it's running everything. And. Um, um, he, he, he spoke a lot about like the internet right and how I forget what segment it was but he kept talking about how it's crazy how the internet and social media are just a product of everyone wanting to perform and so now everyone gets to perform and they get, and they get to give their opinions on everything all at once and everyone gets to do it you know and and, and that's, that's why social, social media sucks is because everyone gets an opinion and not only opinion on some things an opinion on literally everything that happens which is true <laughs> you know um, something else to I don't know also really like some of the some of the YouTube stuff that he was kind of making fun of he did like the like streaming the thing react. and then the yeah. reacting thing. <laughs> those those were good. pretty good ones. <laughs> it's a nice little interstitial. Like, I think I'm really like... getting this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the one where he was playing the game. 
and you just and it just kept you just you just like hit A to, to cry. <laughs> oh, he seems to be stuck here, and oh, that like, was really nope, good. Nope, can't stop walking that wall. Is <laughs> it nope? Can't oh, you can't do that. He's like, oh man, I really wish games wouldn't just give you a hint right away. <laughs> give you a little bit of time to to figure it out yourself. Um. Yeah, and then you know I really liked the end too, where it was. It was like a real, now that I'm just thinking more, because I watched this, I don't know when you watched it, but I watched it like a week and a half ago. Um, I'm, just, I'm just now like remembering a bunch of stuff, and there, there was like a lot of really sad songs. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched like a week ago, or, yeah, I think a week ago. I planned on telling you when we were last going to record. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. Like a lot of really sad stuff they talked about in this, like, again, like him, I don't know, I, I can't even get into it, but... But I do realize the, the the ending where it was the, the last song of like, I, I think it was one about him like performing and like, like, I mean, he's talked about it forever, but it's like him performing about performing, <laughs> you know, and all those struggles. But then it went like the montage of some of the like BTS of him. So like him setting up, like him laying down, putting the flowers on his eyes or like him, yeah. him checking the, the lighting and everything to make sure it goes right. I thought that was cool too because this whole special was inside his own home. We see him setting up. It's very amateur at the core, but it obviously has a very professional look to it. And then you go even deeper with the end where he shows us of him actually setting everything up. You know, that that was really cool too. Um, like at the end, like he does like not only that, it's like the last song, but it's like the mashup of like everything in the special as well yeah like like he blends it all together mm -hmm. for sure like this is like the end of all of it like... yeah yeah and then then you have the very end which i don't i don't know if i understood like, it it's like locked out yeah where he was finally able to get outside and then he, yeah he couldn't go back in and it was almost like it, it, he was on a stage Cause then there was people yeah. like clapping and whatever. Again, like it's it's it's, it's, it's probably very it's metaphorical. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like it's a laugh track, but yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like, sure, it's sure, done, sure. It's done, it's done purposely like at a theater or like a stage. Yeah. And like he locks himself out and then acts like you know it's the worst thing. Hmm. And like everyone's laughing at his misery. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's very. Yeah, it's a, it's a special that I, I I definitely am gonna watch again. Part of me doesn't want to because it is very sad. <laughs> Um, but I do have to watch it's it again. Really big, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I also. Um, I want to. I want to meet those people who said like, yeah, it's like <laughs> all those laughs. I want to meet the person who wrote that. Yeah, it's. It, it wasn't that, like there was there was quite a few funny moments, but it was not something that I was laughing throughout the whole thing. Like I think I laughed at a couple. I laughed at white woman Instagram. I, yeah, I laughed that was at good. the corporate, uh, the corporate branding. I laughed at, um, what was it when we touched on the sock puppet? I did laugh at because I was like, yeah, it's kind of. There's a ridiculous maybe. concept. Yeah. I, I laughed at the gamer and I laughed at the uh, reaction streamer. Yeah. But like that's it though. I didn't really like laugh at anything else there. Yeah, and like, and, and like even in those segments, you may not have been laughing throughout the whole segment. It was just like a laugh or two here and there. Whereas again, if you go to previous Bo Burnham specials, it's like. The whole song you'd be laughing through it because it's just like a bunch of punchlines and yeah, you know, 
yeah. It's like, like the thing that probably got me laughing maybe the most was the reaction, but that's because it just kept getting ridiculous. Yeah. He said, oh, he's being like so right super here. hyper meta with it. Yeah. Right here, see, oh, oh, so I'm reacting to the reaction. And, uh, you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's actually pretty self-centered. Like, you know, I don't know why I did it. He just kept going further and further with it. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. that, that may have been, like, the best joke because, like, he just kept pushing at it and, like, pulling himself apart and really getting at the seams. Mm -hmm. So, um... So another, uh, just just quick thing here, right? I do just want to throw it in there. I did watch Nobody, um, the the Bob Odenkirk movie. I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, it was good. Not really a whole lot to to say. Um, I thought it was good. Um, I do. Yeah, nice. I, it is one of those things where I do personally think that every John Wick movie is better than that movie. But I thought I thought it was cool. It was fun. You know, there's a few different fun action scenes here and there. Um, it did it did remind me of like a mixture of John Wick and. Um, what was the, uh, what was the Denzel Washington, the, the Equalizer? Yo, let me well. not lie to you, dude. <laughs> I saw the Equalizer recently. Yeah? I understand completely. Yeah. Equalizer's cool. Um, I, I, I did like the first one more than the second one, though. The second one was a little... Uh, I haven't seen the second one, I've only uh, seen the first. Same still... with John Wick more. Mm, oh, that's right. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really have a lot to say about it. It was it was cool. It was fun action scenes. Um, it it was, had the RZA. It did have RZA. Yeah, I was. You know, I remember I remember hearing about that. That RZA was like, I, I think he was like helping producer or something. I was like, oh, that's cool. I might hear some music here. And, and then he was in it in the end. And I was like, wait, he's in the movie. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that his was voice was in the movie for like a larger amount of time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice was there. But like when he actually showed up and like he was fighting and stuff, I was like, this is nuts. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was a cool movie. I don't really have anything to say about it. it just it was fun. Yeah, like, I mean, soundtrack was good. Fight sequence was good. Yeah. Uh, sort of believable situation. You know how they set it up, and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Pretty good for an action movie. So I mean, yeah. it's nice. So that's again, nice? it's pretty self-explanatory. You watch the movie, it, it comes off like it feels nice the way it comes off. Nothing there feels too unbelievable or too much in the spectrum of disbelief on how they're portraying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was more grounded. I, I mean, it was still ridiculous, but, like, you, you definitely believed it. it was like, oh, it's just old CIA dude who he just really wants to get back in it, no matter how much he wants to try to hide it, you know? Mm -hmm. Wants to get back in that life. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, we got... Why, why, why don't we finally go to our anime, Ray? Get that oh out boy. there. So um, I ruined it, guys. I ruined anime. <laughs> yeah, Reyes, Reyes now ruined, staggered. Ruined, staggered the I ruined schedule. the anime segment. I ruined the segment. So I will stress. Uh, episodes 9 and 10 for The Box and Snafu. And episodes 7 and 8 for Eternity and Revengers. So... Start with the older ones, right? Just because they well, were... not nine and eight. It's a seven and eight. My seven bad. And eight. Forgive yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I will say for next time, we're also going to be doing and covering eleven, twelve, and thirteen when we get back to box. Yes. To wrap it all up. <laughs> is Snafu also thirteen, or is that twelve? I think it's just twelve. So okay. it's gonna be eleven, twelve. Then. But for box, it's going to be eleven, twelve, and thirteen, just to finish it all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap it all up. Get it all sorted. Do the camping again. <laughs> 
So for... I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> Have you? A lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> like for the past week, I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. Right, there are shows happening right now that you could be watching, but you're watching like a two-decade-old show. Seinfeld, I'll say it this way, is like the ultimate setup for a brick joke in every episode. <laughs> yeah? Every episode is built for that brick joke. It's like built up and it just gets more and more ridiculous as it goes on. And the characters are so great because they're so with and against each other. Like, yeah. Jerry's like all by himself. Like, Elaine is like all selfish, only wants to like get like a good relationship with a man. George is just suffering in pain. Kramer's just a wild guy. Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So. To eternity, right? Yeah. Um. I don't really think I have a whole lot. Um. You know, that the uh, brewery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a big thing. 24 episode or so. Yeah. It's 20. 20? Yeah. <laughs> Is it really 20 episodes? Yeah, it's 20. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not really going to build much. I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff they got to go through, and it's... Yeah. For a midpoint in the season, it's still not anything. It's, like, only the second arc. Yeah. I thought it was, so. that was fine. You know, we got the brew, we got the kid with the helmet. Getting outcast and he gets mad and it's like whatever and then just send a piece right now for the second arc really that's all that's happening yeah yeah it's not really I don't really have anything to say it was it was cool a lot of setup for for whatever they're transitioning to basically mm -hmm. um, yeah but the biggest things really is that Fushi is like becoming more independent and I guess we'll see that development in the future right yeah I think that the like the old lady was like oh you're you're becoming human very quickly <laughs> mm -hmm. you know and it might not be good it might not be a good thing that he's becoming human. And, like, again, the reason why she wants Gugu to do it is for him to, like, grow Fushi so he can learn not only to rely on her, but to rely on other people as well. And to go out and make friends and all that stuff. Which is a big brain idea, to be honest. Yeah. Um. And then... Tokyo Avengers. Yeah, man. Draken is still on the, uh, death list. He is, yeah. He still He's got that red free. flag. Draken is like one of the coolest characters. He is, yeah. No joke. Like Draken and Mikey are both really cool. Let's be honest. Oh the yeah. The reason why they're like, no, <laughs> they're 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 great. Um, I was. I didn't really see that coming. Always... Where you know they were fighting, and they made up, and then I was like, oh, we're good. And then I was like, oh, some of the followers though, they're upset. And I was like, God, you followers, you gotta <laughs> gotta ruin everything. Yeah. It's like, no, Mikey was right. We need to kill Draken. No, 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 no. They already made up. Stop. <laughs> They're good. Some followers don't really be following. <laughs> yeah, right. The followers don't follow. <laughs> I always, like, after going into, like, what we looked at, dude, what, like, what, what I looked at for, like, you know, like, the seriousness of, like, Japanese bullying and, like, crime among, like, y the youth and adolescents. Yeah. It's like, I'm not surprised that they actually have duct tape on them just to, like, straight up, like, get this man out here. Yeah, yeah. They could have was... killed him. They could have. It's crazy. It was raining. What if he flipped over and he drowned? You know? What if, what if, um, 
was what's this girl's name? Is it Hina? Is that her name? Yeah, I guess we'll yeah. roll with that right now. I don't know what it is. It is now. Well, what if she never showed up? You know, my man would just lay there like dying. What if he got he hungry? Died. What if he got hungry, starved to death? That'd be on you. He ate his duct tape. <laughs> he ate the duct tape. <laughs> they got caught in his throat, suffocated, died. He died twice. I'm not gonna comment on that one. <laughs> um, it's real basic, honestly. At least these episodes. I like that it's building up, though. It's not bad. Um, I like that Hina also sees the other girls not a threat to her relationship. Yeah. Like as we all know, um, she's only a threat when he's not in the body. <laughs> yeah. That's that, 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 that is exactly how it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long also... as he's there, not a threat. Um, they they also like know each other more now though, you know like, that was a big yeah. thing where like you know had the whole conversation with her, they become kind of friends and like they know she knows why she does that because like she, she just wants to get with Draken. Yeah, yeah, like she loves Draken so much. It's like but like Draken is like an idiot, or he doesn't like put all like he doesn't really realize everything. He may just not even care. It's <laughs> true too. Yeah. It's more like, you know, like, this Mikey guy's an idiot, I gotta take care of him. And she's like, what about me? It's like, you can take care of yourself. This Mikey guy's gonna die without me. <laughs> um, also, like, you know, bringing, like, 200 people to fight four people. Come on. I don't understand how they thought they could mess with Mikey. I mean, honestly. Man's, like, crushing, like, adults. Yo, Mikey is a savage. He just, he, 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 like he let them beat the one dude up. You know, you know, that, you know, that was like a whole pride thing, right? He's like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then he just walked over. He just standing, like still standing up. He just kicked that dude in the side of the head. <laughs> it's like, it's like we, we cannot mess with this man. I, mean, I, I got to say it every time. Like, they obviously didn't see the Mikey flashback. If they did, they would have known. <laughs> you obviously didn't see episode five of Tokyo Avengers. You got to go back. You got to go back, watch that episode. Come back here. You would have walked away. <laughs> You would have, you would have walked away. Um, you wouldn't even be here in the first place. The moment you saw Mikey walk up, you'd be like, "We're good, fam. They drop everything. We're gonna leave. It's all right." <laughs> it's like we all can take Mikey. Can you though? Can you though? Like he walked into a middle school by himself. He did. He did. Took out that. the adult. <laughs> <laughs> they made a bridge of bodies. <laughs> They obviously haven't seen the previous episodes. They got obviously. Yeah, they obviously haven't done their homework. You know. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's like you said. Yeah, it's cool. They could, you know, they're kind of building it up. Again, episode eight, right? So we're we're gearing the towards the last few episodes of the show. So we'll see exactly what happens. See if uh, the events still play out. You know, Hina still dies. Yeah, you know, there's probably gonna be like a season two or whatever. For sure, yeah. Um, and Snafu, right? Yeah. Uh, I watched Snafu, dude. Let me be honest, dude. Like every time I'm, I think we say it at the same time every time we watch Snafu, it's just like, damn, dude. If only like we watched it when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we would have liked it a lot more. It just feels so plain now. It's so awful. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it from like. 
like a like, like a structure standpoint we're like exactly you said right if we watched it when it first came out would have liked it more because there's been so much since then you know that has done what it's done right you know i like the whole on the committee kind of thing you know on that arc the festival you know we're not sure what main girl's doing where where job is you know she's getting a lot of pressure put on her then we have the other girl who like wanted to be the chairman right she sucks you know it's more like people want their cake and they want to eat it too right yeah it's like i want to be chairman but i want to have none of the work being associated with a chairman exactly which i feel like in the beginning she wanted work right like you know she was kind of mad that the girl was taking stuff from her then she was just like yeah just do everything i'm like you're not the chairman you gotta chairman does stuff it's even more insulting where she's like just take the stamp and stamp at it yeah which is like maybe from her perspective that's like she even said she's like oh i'm delegating like that's that's not quite what delegation is you're just what you just said is that she can do everything for you but like at this point with all the work she's doing she is the actual chairman yeah like oh here just do it and it's like that's not that's not how it works though. you're just a chairman in title only you do nothing yeah. in title only exactly you, you come into the meetings late you don't act i don't even see her actually doing work which like, again i'm not i think she has a fine explanation for why she comes late just helping the class, right? Like, still you know, she's helping like, you know, doing stuff like she's like doing stuff like to help the class, you know. Right, because uh, she's she's the part comes of the after class. The class. Yeah. yeah, but then you coming late, you coming in, being like, "Oh, here you stamp it," and then leave. Like you you were here for five seconds. You have no idea what's going on right now. We could be plotting a mutiny, and you would have no idea. <laughs> Literally, no idea. <laughs> We could just overrun the school, right? <laughs> it's like, no, see, well, it wasn't our, see, no, okay, listen. So we plot the mutiny, right? But it was her fault. She, she's the one who planned everything. Look, it has her stamp on the thing. You know, we push all the. She elected to remove a day of school and just to reduce the hours and like increase lunch time. So are you really going <laughs> to, right here, they had her stamp, dude. <laughs> She said, uh, and I quote, like, racism is allowed. Oh <laughs> she my said, god. She said, I said, that. she said, I know who's in Paris. <laughs> it's awful. So, no, I like the idea of, like, all that happening and, like, them going to the principal, and the principal says, I mean, it's not, it, it's not like her, but it does have her stamp. <laughs> But who was in Paris? <laughs> so, <laughs> so with Mega Little Box, right? Yeah. Um. Right, he got in. That's great. Right, Joe. I actually like that. Like for the episode, they just cut you right into the ring. They don't even like give you like any of that like. A catch up that they normally would do. It's like, no, we're in the fight now, straight up, starting. Yeah. You don't even get to see the build up for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, we finished watching him fight the brother, beat the brother, yeah. right? And then uh, we saw. Wh- wh- what's his name? Yuri? Yuri fight the <laughs> spider, just demolished him, right? 
bow. Yeah, uppercut, hook, dead. Um, which is cool, you know. I'm I'm interested to see what happens with Joe's next fight to see what, you know exactly the outcome of that is with the whole situation. But like, yo, Joe's not throwing. <laughs> no, Joe's nah. swinging. Yeah, he's that that like he really looks sucks. Like Imagine being told that you gotta throw the fight. It's like no Joe can actually win this though. Yeah. And like also after all this time, like that that's where we came from. Joe always hated throwing fights because he knew he could win. <laughs> and then to make it all the way to Megalonia and then be like, dog, you gotta throw this fight. What? I mean if you said like you know, if you said like dodge the final fight, that's more believable. I mean, yeah. But you're you're telling me you think he has no chance? <laughs> yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he, he can definitely win. I mean, I I don't know if he can win against Yuri. I mean, it's anime, so like he'll probably win. Like, there's a good chance he's gonna beat Yuri. But like, with this fight, I feel like he like he's gonna win. You know. He's got a good chance, you know. I mean, the odds are in his favor. They are in your favor, you know. He could. And win they don't him. even know it's like episode nine or ten, dude. Come on, <laughs> he's got three more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just really sucks that that was that that was the the twist, right? That he was like, "Oh yeah, I made a deal. You gotta throw at least one of the fights." Like, what? To be fair though, it makes sense that would be the deal though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it doesn't come as a surprise. It's more like, oh, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. It's like, like I'm not surprised it happened. I'm just shocked you would go there again. Mm-hmm. Like they'd make more money or something, but like, what if he wins? Like, wouldn't that be the most? Like, we'll just let him win. <laughs> but it's it's probably the uh... yeah. It's, it's like the chances of him actually winning like Megalonia is like so low. You know, I guess compared to Yuri, that's like you. But it's like you'd either want him to either win on this fight, but then wouldn't it make more sense for him to throw the last fight? I think I understand it though because with the way like betting works, like the oh, odds. No, you're right. You don't want to throw a fight that you already know you're gonna lose. Yeah, which again, if he wins, it's gonna be a crazy like the bag is gonna be crazy, you know. Right. But with this well, one, for something you're already losing though, you already know that's like. But for a fight that you have a good chance of winning, yeah. If you throw that fight, then you're making much more money off of that than. Would just for winning normally. Exactly. It makes sense. Um. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that we're both probably in the same mindset, right? Where he, he he's not going to throw it. He's going to fight. He's going to win because there's three episodes left, <laughs> and he's going to fight Yuri. And I mean, I mean, yeah, we're I mean we're watching the next all the rest of the show next time. So I mean, just just, just predictions for the whole rest of the show. I I definitely think he's gonna he's gonna beat Yuri. And I think that is going to have a lot to do with Yuri having respect for him. You know? Because every time Yuri watches Joe, or anytime Joe is brought up, Yuri doesn't talk bad about him. He's just like, nah, you don't you don't want to mess with him. Like, he's he's, he's, he's pretty good. <laughs> you know? I think, I think it's also a thing where, like, he, he also calls himself, like, a wild dog at one point. He does? Like, Yuri understands Joe. Yeah, he does. I mean... Because he... he one of my favorite scenes of the whole show so far was I think in the last episode where Joe sees like a dog 
You're like, oh, cute dog. And the dog ends up being Yuri's. And then Yuri and Joe just talk about, like, boxing and about, like, what drives them. And it's like, there's no weird motive here. Like, they're not trying to outshine the other one. They're just having a real conversation between two people. And he's like, Joe, why are you fighting without gear? He's like, I like the thrill. The thrill of death. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, that's kind of weird, man. <laughs> I want to step in the ring and know I might die. <laughs> so, well, hold on. This, this is kind of weird. Sport. But I understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah. And then, like, you, you do kind of understand Yuri a little bit, too, where he's like, well, that, that woman saved my life. So now I want to repay her for that. And it's like, you got to kind of respect that. You know, he's not he's not just doing it because he's just, like, a machine. Right? You know, it was just groomed, like, you know? Yeah. It's like she made me who I am today. This is me just continuing the favor. Yeah. It's nice. Oh yeah, that. You that. don't often get that way though. What? It's it's nice for like this friendly rivalry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean not. Yeah. I I do like it where every so often you do watch a show and it is a friendly rivalry. It is Pokemon. You know. It's like they're not <laughs> they're not trying to kill each other. They're just just both love their sport. They both just want to win. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll be going all out of each other, and like they may die in the process. But I mean, ah, I they're not doing because they want to kill each other. Yeah, they're just like, it's Toto all over again, dude. This is like, <laughs> this is my brother. We gotta go all out. You remember, you know, just jumping back to Jutsu Kaisen, just one second. You remember when Toto was having fake flashbacks <laughs> with him, with him and the main character of like, oh, dude, my I'm... brother, because he's watching it as well. He just saw that episode uh, last night. Yeah. We had to watch it like two more times. Let me, because <laughs> it was just so good. It's good. It's real good. Oh, he like asks out like the idol. Yeah. And she tears up his letter and says, "I like someone else." <laughs> and then he talks back to you. And he's like, "You think that someone else is me?" <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude. <laughs> Like, no, I don't. I, re- I really. <laughs> the amount of like rolling that went there. It's, oh man. It's like I'm gonna get the courage to ask her out, dude. She's gonna, she's gonna say no. She's gonna reject you. Now watch me, dude. It's like, it's like tears up the letter. Not even reading it, just tears it up. It's like I like someone else. It's really good. Dude. And then you come back and say, "Is that me?" <laughs> I mean, just you know, he's he's a good guy, man. You know, he's he's great. He's a great addition yeah. to the show. My favorite thing is that you know, he loves this idol, and he's like, "Yo, Ma, you gotta come meet her. You gotta come. I got two tickets." Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, then she's like, she she knows now. She understands. She's like, so this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. I just imagine like the fan fix where like he just buys her merch. He's sure. like. She like has to hide it. Yeah. <laughs> he has to keep it low key. She like has the the DVR recordings and he invites her to watch, and she says she's not interested, but she comes anyways. Mm. For support. That type of character. Yeah. She's like, I'm just here because you're here. I'm not here to watch the specials. When I was watching the special of her drinking and eating the sushi, she's like, that's my girl. <laughs> too much 
can't be this intense. And then the guy, the, the, the reporter's like, are you like an old man? <laughs> <laughs> the layers in Jujutsu Kaisen really just, it's a different level. Every layer is funnier than the last. It's, it's like, you think the show is like, you come in, you're like, oh, I'm watching like this nice shonen, I heard it's like really high quality. And then you're like, oh man, these fight scenes are really good. But then you break it down, and you're like, how much layers actually? Like, this guy's like, not only like the action good, but these, the author's like funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like, he's legitimately funny. Yeah. And like, he has these breaks in the story to show his humor. And then he just goes back like it never happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's that flip-flop which makes it so good. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good mixture of like a bunch of different genres. Can't wait for the isekai genre. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that was it. So, let's see what else we have. Um, I think that covers everything. We got Death Note. You got Death Note. How was Death, Death, Death Note? Note. Yeah, Death Note. So yeah, I started watching Death Note. Um, finished episode sixteen earlier How today. Um, it's good. It's good. Are you watching sub or dub? Uh, dub. They're both good, so. Yeah. I have been, I've started watching more dub stuff recently, because I've literally only watched sub forever. And no, I, I highly recommend, actually, I highly recommend watching Kenosuba dub. Kenosuba dub, okay. I, uh, I may have, when I originally watched it, I don't remember. Remember. Because I. I'll be honest, I was a sub-watcher, I saw the Kenosuba dub came out, it was me, my bro, uh, you know what, all three of us watched it dub in one day, season one. Wow. I kid you not, the jokes translate so well. Sure. And the voice actors do a wonderful job. And people who say dub is dead, I think they're just not watching the right dubs. Nah, no. I feel like... Who cares? I feel like Jesus you know? Tyson will translate properly to a dub as well. Yeah. I feel like maybe like super Japanese shows, you know, mm -hmm. may not translate well, but like, I feel like nowadays, dub you is... You can mostly find it work, right? Yeah, and like, if you like dub, just watch it, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like back in the day, that was like a big thing, where it's like dub wasn't good. I mean, like, the thing is, like, you got, like, 90s anime was, like, a really good time for a dub. It was, like, modeled in that thousands to tens era. Yeah. Where you really got, like, bad dubs coming in. Or, like, bad dubs. Quotation mm -hmm. marks. Where, like, it, it ends up muddled. You don't really know what to go from. And after, I guess now we're, like, in a resurgence of dub. Yeah. I think that has to do with anime just becoming more and more popular. But then there's people who don't want to read subtitles. So then you have to make good quality dubs. Yeah. So and like, as long as things like Netflix and Crunchyroll keep growing, the dub quality is going to keep getting, yeah, hopefully yeah. increasing. You hope. Did you know that um, Sony bought Crunchyroll? I did see that. Yeah, and Sony owns Funimation, so now Funimation and Crunchyroll are the same thing. Yeah. Crazy, monopolies, man. You know what I mean? Um. It be like that. But I will be honest, smart on Sony for realizing anime is like a big industry. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Death Note. So I, yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a few things there. 
Um, one, don't like that main character's name is Light. Another main character's name is L. Like, didn't like that. Like Yagami? No, I like Light. Yeah, I, I just don't like that. There's two characters that have L. What else? Don't like it. It's confusing. And then Light's name is Kira. Well, it's not really Kira, but like Kira. And I'm like, what? There's just so many names. This is so confusing. Yeah, you gotta keep track of them, don't you? Um, I do like, you know, cause so that's not right. A show, very popular show, never seen it, and so I never really knew what kind of show it was. I mean, I knew about like what the Death Note was and all that, but like, what's the show really, right? And I do like how it is like, it's like a battle of wits, basically. Yeah between light and light and l and i like that that's cool you know how they're trying to outsmart each other and like they are in each other's heads and i i even like how there's a lot of shows not not just anime right where it is where they do kind of plan this idea you know two people trying to outsmart each other right but a lot of other shows are too convenient so it's like Every real every realization that one character makes about the other one is always right, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense. It's like no, no matter how good you are, you're gonna be wrong because you don't have the context. We as the viewer, we have all the context, right? Mm-hmm. And so I do like watching the show and like there are assumptions that Light makes or assumptions that L makes, and they're just straight up wrong, and, and we know they're wrong because we we know you know, and, and I do like that part of it too because it it, it actually feels like they're each it feels more real and grounded right yeah and they're actually trying to figure stuff out whereas it's just oh well we told the viewer that this is this so now light knows about it it's like no we actually watch him figure it out you know um yeah going forward um let's see what else we got uh we did see the tennis game yep tennis game was cool they were going crazy at each other um light light did win Again, showing that L's no slouch. Like, this man, you think he's, like, you know, burning his time inside. Yeah. L's, like, actually a savage. L is a <laughs> savage. He, um... Yeah. I thought yeah, that was great. Because we got to a scene. Because we got all the way to, um, that other girl with the Shinigami. Oh, her death note. Yeah, yeah. she's she's here. Um, and just and just one scene that just stuck out to me because I watched it, you know, this morning was... Like, um, she can see when people die. Yeah. Yeah, because she cut half her lifespan to get the eyes which mm-hmm. light light hasn't done that because that's crazy um yeah, crazy light wants to live as long as possible yeah, yeah, yeah. because he because he actually has like a mission right mm-hmm. whereas the girl i don't really think does um well she's like what she's like a fanatic for kira right yeah because um her parents are like awful to her and then kira yeah so she she doesn't mind uh cutting her lifespan if it means to help Kira with his mission. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did get that far. Um, where I'm at right now, so I can put a, a cap on it for you so that you know exactly <laughs> exactly what to, what to talk about and everything, is um, um, she gave up her death note. He, uh, Light also just gave up his death note. Cause he's like he's like locked in the cell. He like turned himself in basically. I don't remember what his plan is. I know he explained it, but I just don't remember it. Um, gave up his death note, so he like lost all the memories. 
associated with his death note. Um, so he's locked up. She's still locked up. The dad is locked up. Um, but I think he chose to be locked up because he he was like, ah, if, 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 if Light, if my son is um, Kira, then I, I, just, I just don't want to be part of this case. I can't do this. And then I, I think they said something like, oh, well, you know too much. So, you know, you're not like in jail, but like you, you can't really go anywhere right now. I know where you are. This is this is a this just shows how big brain light is. Yeah. Like he gives up a death note on purpose to lose his memories, and he has a way for him to get it back. Yeah. So I I don't remember what his plan is. Like I assume he's gonna get the death note back because from my perspective, right? Again, I don't know what happens. Never seen the show. Um, I don't know any spoilers either. I don't. I somehow avoided that, or I just how forgot can you have all a of show them. Called Death Note without the death note. Yeah. And so episode sixteen. <laughs> We're under halfway through the show. Can't imagine we go another 21 episodes without the death note. Can't imagine it, right? I mean, maybe he gets someone else's death note, because obviously there's a bunch of different Shinigami. Um, maybe he gets his own back. I'm not sure how that's even possible. Again, I don't remember exactly what his plan was, because if you give the death note, Shinigami's gone. Like, he's probably left. I can't imagine he's sticking around. Maybe he is. Um, I don't remember the Shinigami's name. I think it's like Ruko, Ruko or something like that. Um, oh gosh, I remember how the ending differs in the anime and manga, dude. Yeah, was it? Was it's it? It's like a... the manga ending is much more savage. Sure. Okay. It, it's a it's a small change, but it's like it definitely changes how you view it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's a very minor change. People would argue it matters more. Yeah. I think I, I prefer the manga ending than the anime. Sure. I've seen both, but I just prefer the manga one. It just it just outlines what Death Note really was since the beginning, compared to the way the anime has it done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just just from my experience too, that happens a lot of the time. Manga and anime are different. Not, not calling the anime ending bad, but I'm saying it's different. But the manga just hits differently. The one time I can actually say the anime ending made me feel some type of way was uh, Parasite, where they slightly changed it. <sighs> Parasite was good, yeah. And I'm like, I actually like the anime one more. It was one of the rare times where I enjoyed it more. I think Parasite was adapted wonderfully as well. Parasite was one of those shows... not look as good. It was one of those shows that I wish had more. I wish there was another season to it. Even like if it wasn't about him or anything, if it was just like... Some other... Yeah, just like a side spin-off, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Because that's with Parasite, it's like a, it's a complete story by itself. Mm-hmm. But the world is unique, what you have there. It you is, can do yeah. so much more with that. Um, so yeah, I really like Death Note. I'm enjoying it. Um, again, I really like this whole battle. Battle between Light and Light and Kira. Not Light and Kira. L and Kira. Um, L is a very interesting character. I... There's many times where I thought that maybe because you get in to into Light's head all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But to L, there's so many times where he does something or says something and I'm like is that really how he feels? You know, I think recently past few episodes he he said how he feels that Light is his best friend, right? Yeah, he hasn't had a friend a real friend in years. One of my best friends love hanging out with you. We should play tennis again, right? Then I hear that and I'm like, does he really feel that way? And even if he does, did he say that intentionally 
to get some sort of reaction from light or to make light feel a little safer because obviously when you jump back at the light's head he's like dude l got him <laughs> you know what l l loves me right mm-hmm. um it's just stuff like that um it's like everyone's thinking like 20 steps ahead but they don't think about the other steps in between too much yeah <laughs> yeah and um and again, it was the whole like him losing his memory thing. Two weeks finally passed and a bunch of people just died. Right? So that's like kind of, you know, I think maybe part of Light's plan was to say, hey, people just died. I've been here, solitary confinement. So there's no way I would even know these people's names. Uh, but while some of the officers and now the dad are like, hey, so my son, he's good now. As of right now, L is still keeping Light uh, contained, and he didn't tell Light about that. He didn't tell Light that, hey, two weeks worth of people just died. Light, or not Light, L actually seems a little confused right now. That's kind of how the episode ended, of him being confused, of him questioning Light again about this and being like, it's been two weeks, no one has died yet, what do you have to say to this? And he also questioned the girl again, you know, who's Kira, what are you doing, that kind of thing. She doesn't know, because again, she doesn't know anything. Um, and it kind of ended with literally, <laughs> literally, L in his own head being like, "I'm so confused right now." <laughs> so that's no, literally no, what he said. Like, like, they'll explain it. Uh, it. It's fine if I say it because you're gonna get there. Okay. Um, he scheduled deaths. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, yeah, 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 I know that. He has everything scheduled. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, which, which, like, they don't know. You know, like L and them, they don't know for a fact that he can do that. That, that he can schedule them ahead which again mm-hmm. i do remember the scene where I, I think it was like for like a week straight or something he was just writing names in the death note and i think his the the like shinigami was like what are, what are you doing man let's let's go do something you, you've just been writing in the death note for a week you know um also a very funny thing i don't know if this will matter at all like on a real like have real impact on the plot but and I don't know if it's every Shinigami, but but like just him needing apples is very funny. <laughs> yeah. Ryuk's kind of like one of the better characters to look at. Yeah, he's good. Like, so like he has no like he views humans of like playthings, right? Oh yeah. So when he, when he comes down here, you know, he's like, "You're very entertaining. You're not averse to death. You're fine killing people. Let me watch you for a bit and see how exciting your life will be. All you gotta do is keep feeding me apples." Yeah, I mean, he's he's almost like a viewer because, like, there's so many times where something will happen and then he'll, like, talk to Light and be like, ooh, you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> it's just so funny. He's like, little comments. That, that's the best way to view it. Ryuk's like a viewer, you know what I mean? Who's, yeah. like, looking on, but he doesn't see things, like, you know, the way we do. He sees them as, like, a god of death, but he's a viewer with, like, that human mind, you know? Yeah, because that that's like the whole setup of the show right is that he gave the death note because he was bored yeah you know he's like i dropped it into the human world you picked it up so i'm following you now mm-hmm. it's great it's good it's a good show uh, i'm excited you're gonna like the wild ride yeah i'm excited to finish it i mean i'll probably finish it maybe by the time we record again i assume because it's only what did i say like 20 episodes 20 episodes left yeah I was gonna say if you like that type of like stuff, that mystery and like that buildup, you would definitely love Monster. Monster's kind of long though. Monster, yeah, it's like so. 70, 74, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, but if you like that type of build up and like getting into like people's heads with like those big ideas, mm-hmm. that that monster kind of really builds on that as well. It's not like as a, uh, I guess, action packed as Death Note is. True. Because monster gets more psychological with it, or like pulled out and droned. Like is um, is monster more like, real, you know? Where's like Death Note? Like that, that that's more like a, a killer versus a, a cop versus killer type of thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, who's gonna like get who first? Who's playing around? Who's gonna win like that? Monster, is something similar, but it gets more into like psychology and like building it up, and then this entire big arc or, like like what's really happening. But it's also more grounded. You know, there's nothing like super, super supernatural going on there. It's all pretty laced in reality. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Monster is actually on my list. I don't know when I'll get to it, but I do want to get to it at some point. Um, yeah, that that sounds good, man. Um, I think all we have left, Ray, um, is that I mentioned it to you before the episode started, but mm-hmm. did did make another bracket. Could start doing that again because uh, that was fun. We just stopped doing it. Um. Actually, do you, um, uh, I won't get it. I was, I was going to, never mind. doesn't matter. I was going to show off the bracket. Like I said, I don't have it because my, uh, my iPad is doing a software update and then I'll take like seven hours. Um, but I can, let me send you the, the episodes that I picked so I can at least do that. And then I'll, I'll, I'll read them off for everyone as well. Um, do this. Yeah. The, so did it, doing a bracket which if you don't know if you weren't um uh, past listener we used to do brackets where we would pick some stuff right put them in a in a tournament style thing we watch a few of them at a time and um you know debate which one's better and then in the end we have a winner right do you remember I what, forgot uh, what the, <laughs> i forgot what the first one about bracket winner was oh man i was literally just about to ask you that i don't remember but I, the only thing i do remember is that it was one that we wouldn't have guessed going into it it was one that we wouldn't have guessed but then we just kept being like this episode's so good like how did it go low-key yeah. rise above the rest because i think like one of our winners would have been like like going into it would have said like oh like uh pizza delivery right yeah, like we, oh we, that we one crusty crab pizza is like a really top episode yeah like, like and that... it is it is a good episode okay so Here's the list, Ray. Um, again, don't have it in a bracket, but um, I did make a bracket for this. Um, yeah, I so so basically the episodes are gonna be so I figure you know let everyone know what the episodes are, and then next week we can or I guess this week we can start it. Um, okay, you know, let me go take a look and see um, Untitled and Unfocus on YouTube and see if I can find the winner. Sure, sure. So while Ray's doing that, I will just read out what all the episodes are that I picked. And, and basically, like, you know, there's like 40-something episodes in Season 2. Kind of tough to pick just 16 of them to put into a bracket. You know, I all, forget how, like, oh my gosh. They're all the really good. Do you um, update the playlist every time, too? Nope. I haven't updated it. Listen, Ray, I, I've been meaning to do, like, a nice little cleanup, nice little polish of all of our stuff. Haven't done it yet. You know, to make everything nice and neat. Um, I'll do that at some point. You know, I really forgot what it started with. 
Yo, I'm looking through this. How did we get through 53 episodes? I mean, that's when we were splitting it up, of course. Yeah, it's not really 53. It's more like 30 or so. Because I'll look through here. Like, the first seven episodes are all, like, the raw and cut. You know, that's us um, doing it. Yeah. Um, first of all, I love that we can tell, like, what all of them are. Because I can just go through the titles for, like, these ones right here. It's, um, you got all my alt accounts for episode one. Yeah, okay. Already up there. Corn has no nutritional value, so I can already tell you what that one is. Yeah. Uh, Sasuke plus Itachi equals Kun. Yeah, that was a tower uh, guy. Episode right? four. We love, we laugh at Haru's pain, so you know. <laughs> oh, man. We're getting into the lore. Uh, Mufasa is Thor. Okay. A rant about Akira, so you already know we touched on that yep, one as well. Kira, yeah. Two burgers, two receipts. Burgers, two receipts. Was I that, the... what that one's referring Okay, to. I'll tell you right now. That was the Pelletier story. Of how he came home and <laughs> he had to have separate receipts <laughs> so that his wife wouldn't know. <laughs> I hate that we put him on blast though, but it's. <laughs> He'll never find this, right? I hope he right? does. Let me let me check real quick and uh, get the untitled unfocused. I'm going through it's season one tournament final round. Yep. Yeah, because we did do a you know a tournament and everything, and um, yeah, no, I I know at the end of that we capped it off with like watching the the, the movie. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. The movie still, still a really good movie. That 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 first one there. Yeah, we really did a lot, dude. Like American Tale. Oh, we did man. do American Tale. Yeah. Just bashing American Tale. We gotta get back on Dragon Prince, actually. Yeah, I know. I know. I I, I just don't know when we would do it. Like when we would fit it in, you know. Yeah, all dogs go to heaven. Uh, Rent a go. Rent a was actually enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't amazing. But better sells the word black. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if we could ever pick something that we like less than sells the word black. It's not even like, again, it's not even like bad. This is the problem with it. It's just boring. It's boring. It wasn't a bad show. It was a boring show. Okay. Uh, yeah, so like, we were missing, I guess, from The Promise. We did Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. What Mars Obsession. What was Mars Obsession? Oh, Mars Obsession was uh, going into detail regarding Ray Bradbury. Worst Smash Bros. character. Okay, don't censor our cartoons. I don't even know what the concept for censoring was. Was that like Disney? Or like Luke Warner Brothers talking about Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, or like Fantasia? Um, yeah, it was, it was more Disney. That was around the time when Disney Plus was starting up and they were like censoring some of their old cartoons. Some of their old movies and stuff like that. Who watched the Tangerine Bear? So you already know that's like a heavy hitter. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, we're getting we're getting more recent. You're really you're flying through. Yeah. Them. Buy more cards. Real yeah. Steel Audition. Well, now we really know classic. where it is. Now. Modern the day bo -bo 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 Fever Dream. So many views. Why does that have uh, so many views? <laughs> G Unit drums, which finally made it doesn't in there. Doesn't get better than that. 
uh, nostalgia reboot and a Nintendo Switch. It's good. With a Y. Yep. <laughs> so did you ever find out, um, uh, you went through all those, did you? <laughs> did you find the winner, I found, right? I found it here, but I'm trying to listen to see if I can find the winner. Okay. like uh let me just, just skip to the end I'm trying to think of what the winner would be because it would definitely be something that at first we didn't we didn't know or we we, we, we didn't predict I feel like I really liked. Uh, what was what was the one episode when SpongeBob and Squidward were like fighting over, like Employee of the Month? Was that just the name of the episode, Employee of the Month? I really like that one. I think one of them that we would have guessed was um. Uh, what was that? One where Squ uh, SpongeBob was a criminal. That's probably one. At some point, Ray's gonna figure out what the winner was, and then, then we can. <laughs> I feel like if I still had the file, that would help. Because I did make the bracket, but I don't think I have it anymore. Okay. Did you figure it out? We just can't okay. through this. So I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm so good. Okay. Okay. All right. So it was neck and neck between Hall Monitor and Employee of the Month. Ah, the two episodes I literally just mentioned. Okay. And we gave it to Hall Monitor. Hall Monitor is a good episode, man. We didn't expect Hall Monitor to be the number one episode from season one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Employee of the Month, I remember we just talked about it when I heard it. You were like, this is like Employee of the Month, like this is it, and you're like, this is, this is all bother. Yeah. They're touching. Yeah. And you're like, this, this is like, you know, this is the level of good it is, you know? It's like, it's so close, but you went with Hall Monitor. Yeah, I had to do it. Um, I definitely feel like we're going to have a lot of moments here, Ray, where I think Season 2 is harder. It's gonna be harder to beat than season one, because you know. Again, I'm just gonna I'm gonna run through the episodes real quick for everyone because they can't. I'm see looking it. through all these. Like these are iconic ones. Like first of all, I'm a big fan of the first one. I'm a big fan of dying for pie. Yeah. It's, it's dying it's for good. pie. Um, um, imitation crabs. Mm -hmm. Survival of the idiots. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy three. I forget pressure. I don't know based on the name. When I watch, I'll find out. Uh, Shanghai, no doubt. Welcome to the Chum Bucket, Franken Doodle, you know, good times. Band Geeks, don't remember based on the name, I'll watch episode and remember. Graveyard Shift, remember. Procrastination, remember. Sailor Mouth, I don't remember artist unknown based on the name. 
Fry Cook games, yeah. Squid on Strike, yeah. Sandy SpongeBob and the Worm, yeah. That all. Yeah. So I remember yeah. most of these episodes by name, but um, when I watch them, I'll go back and see what I. This is gonna be difficult. Right? This is gonna be difficult. Um, again, I'm. Uh, I think we don't like big fan for dying for pie. Die, yep, dying for pie. If I were to pick one immediately off the top, I think dying for pie would be my number one. Uh, second, I would like to give to maybe procrastination mm-hmm. or graveyard shift. Okay. Okay. What so, I would think coming in there. So my top three, coming right off of it. <laughs> Shanghai. Love Shanghai. Shanghai's pretty good. Shanghai's good. Um. <laughs> probably. See, probably band geeks. Okay, I don't remember band geeks, so I can't talk. Which about is it, crazy but... to me because, so I mean, it's not a spoiler because you've seen the episode, but I don't want to yeah. tell you what band geeks is because you definitely know what band geeks is. When I watch the episode, I'll remember band geeks. You know what I mean? That's one. That's, that's how it is in SpongeBob. When you watch the older episodes, you remember them. And they're probably Fry Cook Games. I really like the Fry Cook Games episode. Fry Cook Games was good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Pretty I mean, good. I do like that we just did that though because, like last that last last bracket, I'm interested to see what actually wins. You know, if it's any of the six yeah. episodes we just named. Yeah, so basically, I mean, I'll, I'll the, uh, the tournament arc. I mean, I'll, I'll send it to you, Ray, after the episode. Um, and I'll probably tweet it out. So just go look on there and you can see an image. I mean, next episode, I'll be able to show it to you. I'll just point it at the camera <laughs> and you can see it. But, um, but yeah, we'll do that. And we'll probably just do, like we did last time, we'll do four at a time. So it'll take us four weeks to finish. And uh, yeah, nice, nice little, nice little segment there. And then I do have a bunch of ideas for other brackets, not just episodes of stuff. Um, more, you know, kind of, more of like a mixture of different things. So yeah. What are you, what are you looking up right now, Ray? You doing, doing some uh, scheming over there? Right there. It's fine. But yeah, um, I'm down. Uh, what we should do actually, we should write our predictions down now and see if they're different because we're gonna forget about it. You know what we could do? I'm writing right here. How? How familiar are you with with college basketball, right? Uh, I, I, you know, I was. I, I know the brackets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rob. Um, season two. Um, you gotta. This is this is mine right here. So I'll, is, I'll type them out. So what okay. I was, what I was gonna recommend as you're doing that right now, I was gonna recommend because in a, a a big thing in college basketball is that people will fill out brackets as their predictions, and they'll say, okay, I think these are gonna win, this gonna win, this gonna win, and they'll they'll, they'll literally fill out the bracket as if like what they think is gonna happen over time. So if you'd like, instead of just picking like what we think the winner's gonna be, each of us could fill out the bracket and say we think this is how it's gonna go. With obviously this winner being the winner that we think. Um, we do that. 
That's it, though. Yep. Yep. It's more of that. Um, yeah. What was it? I think we talked about This is actually something that was known. I'll talk about it. I think it's brought up whenever there's a bracket and myself here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I congratulate myself so much on... It was during the, uh, the World Cup when they were having that. On making the bracket for, like, the teams that were, like, in the World Cup. And I congratulated myself for my bracket being almost perfect. Yeah, I do remember that. And I literally almost got it correct, and I screwed up because I did not take into mind what an injury could do to a player and how that would affect the rest of my bracket. Yeah. I, I, t- I told you my prediction. It was like Argentina was supposed to win the cup. Um, and it was like something like Germany and Brazil and like the different teams there. Because um, I forget the way... I mean, I mean, it's that's unfortunate, but like, an in, in injury is not not really something you can predict. So it's, it kind of sucks. Yeah. So, like, I tried. Like, you know, the bracket was perfect. You know, I was like, this in like, but then the moment the guy got injured, I had to change my bracket. But you know, you can't like unsubmit the bracket once you do it, right? You're like, that's it. So then I was like, okay. So I told everyone this is what it would be. I don't know if anyone believed me at the time or anyone was listening, because everyone else was doing their brackets as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't change your bracket after you submit it. That's what it's like. Um, so, I guess, you know, that's what it's going to be, right? I guess. I, I hope, you know, my brackets are going to... I hope it's right, but I can't. it's not easy for me to predict this. Also, I tell you, I have very little knowledge of football. True. Or soccer. So I don't think I think I fluked or lucked out because that was also when I was looking into the players and the teams. Raymond have his spreadsheet open. <laughs> it's, like, it's like yes, yes, these are. <laughs> was it was it Buffett doing the tournament for like the bracket? I forgot who was doing it. Probably. It's like you know, like I was like I was so close, so close to greatness. Could have happened, Tyler. Could have happened, yeah. That would have been. But then my second predicted cool. bracket was right because you know it's like it's brain dead once you get there. Yeah. It's like guy gets injured, but they still won the match. But that doesn't mean he's winning the next match. They're gonna lose the match because now he's because you know he got injured like third quarter or something like that. So it's like. So they were still able to win, but like you're telling me for an entire match he's gonna be out? Nah, they're not. Even, they're not even putting him in play in the game. He's out of the game. <laughs> I thought about it too hard. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's what you gotta do with brackets though, right? You, you gotta be thorough. You know? You don't ever count injuries though. Yeah, you just, it's, <laughs> it's pretty hard to do that. It's like, I want to see someone make a football bracket and be like, now my man's gonna get concussed by this time here. <laughs> so we gotta like... <laughs> that's gonna be the swing of things. So, like, when he gets concussed around this time, it's gonna move it this way. It was like I was playing Moneyball, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, got the spreadsheets open, I'm like, these are just reviews. (laughs) It's like, every time they go this way, they win. It's like, gotta go this way. 
The weather has to be right. It's like we're watching in class. It's like, it's like, what are you doing? It's like watching. <laughs> no, I've got it. <laughs> Making all the brain. It's like, what, brain it's like why is everyone on the World Cup in the library? <laughs> You're supposed to be writing your papers. Nothing's more important than the, game's the World on, Cup. The game's on. <laughs> The only reason I was watching is because I made the bracket. Yeah, I mean, is that... I only made the bracket because they said it was like a million dollars or something, and I was like, hey... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what say. Wasn't there like a prize for that? You get it right? Yeah. It was tax-free! <laughs> oh, man. It's <laughs> the joke they always make, right? It's like, tax-free! My rent is tax-free. What is? My rent is tax-free. Oh, my rent is tax-free. <laughs> I don't rent. I'm sorry. Sure. I'm a shut-in. I don't leave my house. That is a lie. Yeah. I'm only uh, a shut-in because of the pandemic. There uh, you go. I... Mm. It's like one of those things that's like, ah, am I? <laughs> Definitely because of the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I would rather not go out, but I, I will go out. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. If, I was, if, it, was, if it was asked upon me or I would introduce the idea of going out, I would go out. Um, that's, that's it, though. Season 2 SpongeBob. Season 2, yeah. I'm excited for it. Let me see if I can make a bracket, actually. I have a bracket made, Ray. You, you already have a bracket made? Yeah, I maker? have one. No, I, I ha I'm i good. I made one. It looks, it looks oh, pretty. Oh, you already made the bracket. I can't show it to you because it's only on it's my on iPad. The iPad. My iPad is updating, okay. and Apple updates take nine hours for some reason. Okay, okay. So I can't show it to you because it's useless. <laughs> I like that the, the time is increasing every time you bring it up. 14 hours to finish, Ray. <laughs> gonna take a week for this update. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna get to next week's episode and it's like ah, it's, it's still like two weeks out <laughs> just love it dude but yeah i think that's it um yeah so spongebob bracket make sure to watch the first four episodes that we named um and then what is it it's nine and ten of to your eternity in tokyo avengers gearing towards the end um, yep. Episode two of Loki, and that's all the homework, right? That that's really all there's, and as well as the uh, the SpongeBob. That's yeah, the it. SpongeBob. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably finish Death Note. So if anyone out there is still in the middle of Death Note, you should finish it before next time. Um, okay. Well, surprisingly, a jam-packed episode. We were able to get a lot of stuff in here. We talked Ruby, Ruby, Death Note, mm -hmm. Inside, Jutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen, those are things that were not included, yeah. you know, were ne the not necessary components of the cast. Will Ray ever watch Queen's Gambit? We'll see, you know, we'll see if it happens. They, that's, uh, we'll see if that interrupts Seinfeld at any point. <laughs> Will we start doing Dragon Prince again? Maybe. At some if point. If we do, I'm actually excited for Dragon Prince. Listen, I'm, I'm actually willing to say, like, after uh, we do a... Uh, the anime? I think we could just do Dragon Prince for a while. And we can bounce back on anime. That would be fine. Yeah. 
You can do that. Or like maybe after the tournament we can put Dragon Friends back on. I don't know how you want to do it. Yeah. We're flexible now. I mean, we could always is. pick like, you know, you know, because you know how we do like two old shows. You mm -hmm. just make you Dragon, Dragon Prince, Prince one of them. Yeah, we just yeah. do that. I don't know how long. It doesn't matter. It actually doesn't matter. Literally doesn't matter. We can just do it. It should be like half an hour episodes anyway. But yeah, it still doesn't matter. It's just like an extra half an hour to like whatever we watch anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the SpongeBob bracket, the good thing with the bracket for SpongeBob is that it decreases in time while you're watching. Sure. The, the, the the biggest part of the bracket is the first day, or the first like segment. Every segment of the bracket it decreases in size by like half. How does that work? What do you mean? Well, if you have like a 16 bracket, right? You have to pick eight out of the 16 to go on. And then that, that your next section you have eight, right? Then you have to pick four sure. out of the eight there's gone. But like you cut that in half every time exponentially. Sure, but the way we so do like it, eventually we when it comes to the last one though. Yeah, we do it differently though. I'm just, yeah. I, I know what we were yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you know, your bracket size is decreasing. Yeah. Okay. No. I. Okay. Now. But we break I, it I, up I in blocks, though, so it's easier. Yeah, I understand what you're manage. saying now, because when I was thinking of, it, I was like, we don't do it that way, because if we did, it would take us like twelve weeks <laughs> to, to no, finish. No, we do it a smarter way for yeah, our programming smarter. sake, which we block it. Work smarter, not so harder. So we know we, we we know we know the block is going to stay consistent every time. Yeah. It's it's broken up that way, and we can pick that one winner from the block. You know. Yeah. And then when it's the last one, the last block, then you're like, well, now we just got to determine who's the pick winner of these. Just pick the winner, yeah. Yeah. And I think it helps with the brackets to keep notes. Um, oh, yeah. At, at least with this bracket team, season two or season three of SpongeBob is kind of when it starts getting tough. Um, to start the season one, they're still trying to find their edge. Season one, still, still just classics. Classics upon still, classics. Yeah. You know, you got fun. I, th I think that, yeah, fun wasn't. Wasn't the future episode in season one or no? I don't remember. Uh, fun was definitely one of the ones we had there, and like we definitely talked about. Again, yeah. the, the crusty crab pizza was in our episode. We had definitely had big contention for it. Pizza, yeah. And and that's why the surprise when we were, when it got to uh, the two that I, we just mentioned again. Bubble stand. Um, being there are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, because those just weren't two that we like we thought of in the beginning, that we thought we were gonna win. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff ahead, Dre. Um, mm -hmm. I don't got nothing else. I'm good. That's all. I'm all set too. That seems like it's everything. What? What are you talking about? That's everything I got as well. I don't really have anything else to go over. Okay. Okay. Just excited for next week. We, yeah. Again, like I think the best part about Marvel too coming back, at least in our schedule, is that. Every episode, you know, built up to that nice, like, larger thing. Hopefully, as it goes on, you know. At least with WandaVision, it was, I just got binged everything out to you. But with Captain Falcon, with Falcon and Captain Winter Soldier. Captain Falcon, yeah. Captain Falcon. <laughs> Captain Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. We were able to touch on, uh, at least every episode piece by piece. Mm -hmm. um, it felt nice that way. You know, gradual growth moving towards that ending. It was good. Yeah. We'll get a similar thing here with Loki. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. Make sure to watch everything, yeah. everyone. Have a good time like, next week. Subscribe. Ooh, hit the bell.
Is it still a bell? Or if you want to get notifications, it's still a bell. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if you guys want to get notifications. Um, the channel is like, you know, we're not really uploading often enough. Nah, or weird. maybe that's actually a better reason to hit the bell so you know exactly you know. when we do yeah, upload. Yeah, yeah. But actually, you know, hit the bell, but don't subscribe. Ooh, I don't mm, see, see Ray. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like that. That's see, it's a trick question because they have to subscribe to hit the bell. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We'll just, we'll just cut that part out so we don't, we don't say anything. Okay, so you have to subscribe to hit the bell. So subscribe if you want to hear more. Hit the bell so you keep on top because we have a regular upload schedule. Because lives are messy. What you should do. It never goes out the way you want it. You should do create a bunch of accounts and then subscribe with all of them that's what you should do you mean all my alt accounts oh, oh what classic have <laughs> we that one back have we been going long enough where where we can actually bring back <laughs> the old moments <laughs> apparently there's like over 50 episodes but again that's Impossible. incorrect we just cut up episodes <laughs> yeah. um they were just cut up really into segments to make them nicer and easy to digest um yeah. but um, we can bring it back. <laughs> it's been that long. Guys, you remember when Ray auditioned to be in Real Steel? <laughs> I don't think that will ever be forgotten. <laughs> Such a good moment, man. So good. It's like the reality situation is that, like, uh, I think the beauty of it was you not knowing whether it was the big <laughs> I really didn't know. Like, we were like five minutes into that story, and I was like, wow, Ray, Ray's really improv right now. <laughs> Let me see when that came out. Maybe we should do like a one-year anniversary. Sure. Oh, like, when is also, our Also, the first year? episode's four hours. Yeah, yeah. Yo, we're already over a year, dude. Of this podcast? When it? It started start? in May 2020. Oh wow, yeah, over a year. It's already June. We've already passed a year. Crazy. Really? Time man. flies. That well, does... we're not going to have like a year in review. That's kind of whack. It's already June. Yeah, no, it's stupid. <laughs> Wait, there's not much we can really review. No, yeah, that's dumb. We're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it. Oh, real quick before this ends, Ray. Um, any um, any video game stuff that's got you hyped since we're in the middle of E3 right now? Any announcements that you've seen? Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Doki Doki Literature Plus. Yeah. Um, big fan of Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, big fan of Mario and Rabbids uh, 2. Yep. He um, was like Heroes, Sp Spark of Heroes. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, uh, those are only the big ones I know. I didn't really see what else was that Ubi presentation. E3 is right now, so I know what else is being shown. Um, could have been on this podcast. The like Xbox and Bethesda po uh, presentation probably just wrapped up. I gotta watch that. Um, real quick, Ray, you know what you should watch? Um, Devolver Digital did their showcase. It's like 30 minutes long. It is the best showcase that's happened so far. Devolver makes good games, dude. I actually kind of want to know. You, you should definitely Devolver's. watch that showcase. Because it is ridiculous. Um, yeah. I was curious. Yeah, Elden Ring came out. Or didn't come out, but the, was announced and all that. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, watch all the stuff, everyone. We'll have a good time next week. And um, yeah. We will see you later. Next week, hopefully. Um, yeah.
Yeah. Alright. Yeah, see you next week, viewers. A little hearts. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait, never mind. It won't, it won't work. I was gonna try to do like a heart thing on the screen, but the way we see it right now isn't like the actual. I mean, we, we can. Let's see. We can. I mean, I feel like that's probably like the. It doesn't matter because the way the format is, that, that literally doesn't make sense to them. Okay. Okay, anyway. <laughs>